Hey, welcome to Greatest Hits Part 3. Picture here? The Blood and Jungle lettering though, Rick. Can you read it from where you are over there? Uh, it's a little, diffi- little, little difficult. A little difficult. A little larger lettering here would be a little nicer for Bounty. <laughs> for- what? This is helpful information for them. Yes. Jeff, are you scoffing at me? No, I'm not scoffing. Now, that's more like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's gargling. Oh, no, that's harumphing. That's no, harumphing. No, anyway. I don't know. We don't know. Maybe it's a girls, an all-girls college. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Look, it's Vassar. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Voice from beyond. And what's the other board, Rick? On the other board here, we have a nice long river right through the uh, middle of the board. Buildings on both sides. Look at that. Look, that's what, a huge that's building. That's a huge building. That's the biggest hut I've ever seen. That's, no, they're not about, huts. Takes up about nine hexes. No, I'd say ten. That's a ten hut. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And these are water towers. I think these round things look like water towers. Or maybe they're really giant mines. They look like... <laughs> Take out the water towers and make a flood. <laughs> they look like hubcaps. Maybe someone lost their hubcaps. <laughs> I did that and told my friend I was thinking of not getting a new one. He said, "No, you get a new one, Dave. You're not you're not white trash." <laughs> so thank you for reminding me. Wow, that looks neat. So I wonder if that's affordable. No, nope, not a river that big. They cost don't cost too much. <laughs> affordable? It's not affordable. You can't afford that river. Uh, no. You know affordable. what those cost you? Yeah. Is that river affordable? I don't know. Let's ask the how real much, estate agent. How much you got? <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Do you have any boards? I have no boards because oh, you were mad at me for taking all the product. <laughs> well, I've got board uh, DW. DW? 1A. <laughs> Isn't that a cartoon character? So more, uh, more lots of, uh, lots more huts. Holy I'll cow. This up so everybody can see. Wow. And then uh, this is an interesting stone building here covering five hexes. Yeah, 30 or 40 pages. I like the last one there. If you flip it over real quick, the whole packet. This page is intentionally left blank. I like that page yeah. the best. I love yeah. that page. Yeah. That's the one I that's the one I'm gonna remember. It's so people don't call them up and say, Hey, my hey, oh, page was blank. Yeah. Anal retentive squad leader players. <laughs> uh, how to advance into a city and why that's different than doing armor taxi- tactics in open fields. How to advance in open fields, either using a leapfrog method or a caterpillar method, which sort of has an undulating as units move up. They take turns moving up. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, to So they can each unit can cover the advance of the other units. So they're stationary and, and they can fire better exactly. while the other ones move. And it yeah. says, you know, you can Spounding, fire while you're moving. Yes, which you're probably not oh. going to hit anything. What's it called, Rick? Well, in the infantry, they used to call it bound and cover. So oh, okay. One, one person bounding and the other covering. And there's a lot of illustrations on how to conceal a tank, how to park it so that it's hauled down. So you don't get a how ticket. To, how, to take, yes, how, to, how to take advantage of the different terrain for your tank. Yeah, you don't want to get a ticket on a tank. No. They're, they're doubly expensive, yeah. actually. Yeah, nasty. Do you remember that guy that stole the tank and was driving around the country? Yeah. And they shot him, remember that? The cops. Did they shoot him? Yeah, they shot the guy. He was coming out of the turret or something. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, he kind of went... that, Rick? I vaguely recall that, yeah. Although, unfortunately, we've had a couple of those incidences over the years, so... 
With tanks? Yeah. I remember there was one in Colorado something 20 years ago or so. Well, look, there's a picture of that guy in the police chasing him, Jeff, in that tactics book. Apparently he didn't read the next page, which says, when the police are chasing you, get out of your tank. (laughs) Recording episode 37. Yes, 37. Combat. He had a Stuka. Two Stukas, perhaps. I can't remember now. And um, you know how how some of these, uh, how you have a lot of these armored fighting vehicles that have any aircraft guns on them? Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, I'm noticing. Wait, wait, wait. I'm noticing. Hello? Hello? There's the whole... Am I the only one here? Hello? There's a thing called Battling Bastards of Bataan. Sounds F- like something uh, Spiro Agnew would say. I never heard the of this. The Battling thing. Bastards of Bataan. Oh, no, that was, that was Walter Cronkite imitating Spiro Agnew. Boy, you can't find that anywhere <laughs> on the net other than here. What's in the box? Well, uh, we... how do you say that? What's in the box? you want? It's a Charlie in the box. Oh, let's. We've got to do. I get to choose which. Which we'll do both. Oh, they're short. Okay. Really short. I want to do the uh, new action pack. Action pack six. And I will do from the cellar pack three. Wow. When did you get this action pack six? I saw that it was uh that they were mailing out, but I know you're you're usually at the bottom the bottom of the list. How does that happen? No, this one came from Alex Key. Oh it did, okay. So probably you got it quicker even than from MMP. I cut a deal. Well I yeah. I'm not as anxious anymore when new product comes out. I'm getting kinda old. Oh. When I was younger. Next thing oh, you know you'll be so crotchety. Excited. Yeah. I'm working on crotchety. Yeah. I still get really excited, i got to tell you. So I feel sorry for you. So you ordered this from Alex, yeah. Yep. When did this come? Uh, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And did Laura call you at work and say, Dave, it's here. No. Honey? No. Call the principal's oh, office. Could you put thing. me through to Dave's room? It's an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> so this comes with three double-sided... Double-sided? All right. Yes. I got to look at this. All right. I'm opening up. (gasps) I have never seen such a thing. Look at the shape of that map. This map board is totally different from anything I have seen before. Yes. These are those much-anticipated weird maps. (laughs) Wow. Here's board 1A, and I'm turning it over Uh because normally on the back there's just pictures of girls. (laughs) But it's more geomorphic stuff on the back. But now flip it again and look closer. Okay, there's 1A and 1B. Oh, and actually... Keep looking at the two sides. They're very similar. I think they're the same. You think they're the same, or are we supposed to do one of these things like what one of these things is not like the other, or... Aren't they the same? It's like in the... So, I don't get it. Are they... Okay, well, let's let's say that this one's a misprint. Let me look at this. Okay, here, you take 1A. Now, I'm going to look at 2A and 2B. That's right, Jeff. If you flip them really fast, this is the way astronomers it's find uh, stars in the it? old days. They would compare the photographic plates from so why one month to the next. Why do we have... Remember that in Highlights double? Magazine when you were a kid? And they'd have two pictures and you'd have to pick out what was different between the two yeah, pictures. Yeah, I love those, actually. Yeah. 
Maybe this is like that. Well, I was looking for conversions. <laughs> like maybe the grain became orchard. Yeah. No. no. Don't see any difference. Well, I'd, I'd like an explanation. I would like an explanation too. And there's the sheep. A decade of war is not a complete product and assumes the buyer owns the core ASL squad leader game system and everything else. Well, I'm I'm a little confused by this, that they're the same. I don't really... Uh... And they're not even, like, the opposite the same. Yeah, they're not mirror image. No, they're, they're identical. They're the same. It's a bit of a mystery <laughs> going on here. Well, this is a what's in the box that's a mystery. This is more like what's the heck in the what the heck is in the box. So if one side wears out, you have the other side. Oh, there you go. Good thinking. I'm surprised they haven't done this before. There has to be something to this. We are just too stupid to figure out. Now take a look at that though. All right. Now he's looking at the Australian balancing system. Correct. Remember what that was? Well, I remember the the. Uh, I'm thinking of the amazing Walendas who would tightrope between buildings. This is not that. No. No. Okay. Plus, exchange the 9-neg-1 for 9-neg-2 leader. Oh. And if I'm still convinced they could never win, I would offer up R3, which is R2, R1 and R2, and put radios on the nationalist armor-fighting vehicles. Also, these aren't Russians. This is um, the Spanish Civil War, right? The nationalists versus the Republicans. Right. Yeah, so R is Republican. Yeah. That's right. And would be nationalists. Okay. Well, I would take. So see that? I can. I can tell you right now. I would take R two, plus C three PO. If I'm going to win this, <laughs> that would give it too much of an edge. Yeah. Issued Australian balancing victory. Uh, no. New, okay. I'm editing, Here, we'll start I'm editing again. This Let me rewind us. Well, moving on then to the scenarios. There are ten scenarios, obviously, and. Uh, the first one, Far From Home, yeah, Spanish Civil War, look at that. And these are elements of the Edgar Andre Battalion. Edgar Allan Poe? No, no, the, no, Edgar Andre Battalion. I wonder if that was his last name, Battalion. Oh, Andre, he, he, um, he was in that movie, The Princess Bride, the really big guy. <laughs> yes, right? that's right, which he would have a huge advantage. And then elements of the Ernst Thalman Brigade. You know, I, don't, I really don't know anything about the Spanish Civil War. I, Do you know much about it? No. Yeah. i got to tell you this true story. This is an aside. We can cut this out. I was with a friend of mine about 20 years ago. We went to Washington, D.C. We drove there together, and we wanted to see the sights. Probably 30 years ago. We went to, we took a tour of the White House, and uh, we're going through the White House, and so we got to the ballroom. I don't know. I can't remember what they call it, but it's the ballroom. And there was nothing in there at this time except for this big table. And the guy was talk was talking about the ballroom, this tour guide. And my friend goes up to him and he says, "How far back does that t- table go?" About six. And feet. the guy said, "I'm not kidding. Goes all the way to the wall." <laughs> he did. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And he wasn't kidding. I mean, he was. He just the way he, he just says that at yeah, that moment. Oh, no, it goes all the way back to the wall. And my friend said, "Oh, oh, thanks." And then he came. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I heard this, and I just thought, I, I can't have heard that right. It's too good to be true. <laughs> so I haven't been back to Washington since then. It's more than I well, can Well, don't take. let that keep you away, Oh, okay. 
All right. I shouldn't can the whole city based upon that. All right. Anyway, some great looking scenarios there. I thumbed through them all. Do you want me to read any more of those? No, I'm I'm yeah. good. Uh, three boards, Australian and, balancing, and this is balance uh, provisions and ten scenarios. Was yeah, it? and these cool new boards. I mean, and it's thirty five dollars for this action pack, by the way, which yes. is very Seems reasonable. A little steep to me. Oh. Do you think so? Well, it's new boards. It's new boards, but thirty five bucks. What were the other ones? I don't know. I don't know, but I had this idea that they should. I think they should give away. Starter kit one should oh, be free. Just get people into it. Get people it. into it. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Perhaps, of course. It's easy for me it's to spend money. their money. It's not money out of my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, from the seller, pack three. More what's in the box. Yes. We've had this one for a little while. Finally getting around to it. Our box runneth and over. And what you'll see, Jeff. And I'm sorry, this is from? Le Franc Tour. That, that's just a company that keeps on giving. Yes, it certainly. certainly we didn't. Has. We didn't have to buy that one, did we? Uh, this was a wonderful donation from our friend Xavier. Yeah, that's Vitry. great. Yeah. In his opening, he says the Waffen SS fielded some of the best soldiers in World War II, but also some of the worst. Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Jeff, what I'm are you in, doing? I'm in here. What are you doing in here? I'm clipping counters. Using what? My nail clippers, Dave. I'm clipping counters. Jeff, Jeff, we've got to get to the tournament. People are I expecting know, us. I know, I, I know. Our, our fan base is there, Dave, Jeff. Dave, I oh, cannot oh. go to the tournament with ragged corners on my counters. Leave but, me alone. i got to clip these. But, but all two of our listeners are there. We need uh, to I've only got 400 counters to go. Give me... Can you come back tomorrow? No, 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 no. Here, 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 here. No, it won't take eight hours. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Remember, the C4 corner cutter. Oh, the C4 corner cutter. I totally forgot. How could you have forgotten? Here, here it is. Take the C4, Jeff. I can cut hundreds of counters. Hundreds of counters. Line them up right in there. All right. Hold that blade. All right. Ready, go. (laughs) Wow. Load in another five. There you go. This is amazing. Ten more. Oh my gosh! Another ten. Can anything be easier? This is fantastic. This is a miracle. How did I ever get by without a C4 corner cutter? You ready to go to the tournament, Dave? I'm ready to go. Let's go. Now, compositionally, I suppose the triangle appears with the first tank, but we do have this line of tanks going back in the in the distance. You do notice. Did you study geometry, too, along yes, with we, art? Yes, of course. Yeah. Math, it relates to everything, Mr. Mm-hmm. Hallett. Okay. But he still can't add. No, <laughs> still have ad- addition problems. We do see, look, at as things get further back in the distance, <laughs> they grow. They appear smaller. Faint. They appear smaller <laughs> and fainter. They appear smaller and fainter because the very air would cause them to become grayer. Even on a clear day, you'll notice this phenomenon. Now, here in the Battle of the Bulge in the Ardennes, we have a misty day. Lots of mist rules being used in this game, ladies and gentlemen. Historically, very accurate painting. Wish I knew the tank type. It, should, it looks as it's not a. Is it a panther? No, it's a. I strangely don't know. I know my tanks pretty well. 
Yeah, bottom bottom third. third. Now there's the rule of thirds concepts where thirds are good, but there's nothing in the upper there's nothing third in the middle except third, really. the graphics yeah. of the of the box, which are nice graphics, very German looking Kampf group Piper with the iron cross. They but, could, you know what they need right in the middle of there is a dragon, like a fire breathing dragon. Why? Huh? Why? Dragons make everything better. <laughs> <laughs> it might help. A dragon crashing through the trees yeah. in the background, attacking the tanks with flame-throwing breath. It would be very, very exciting. But we don't have that, do no. we? No. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Two Half Squads. The only show dedicated 100% to the greatest game in the world, Advanced Squad Leader. I'm Dave. And I'm Jeff. We are your hosts. For the next hour, sit quietly while we control all that you hear. Wow, it's kind of... We're taking you to the outer limits. Dictatorial, isn't yes. it, Jeff? <laughs> Sit quietly. Well, we're not going to control it. We're no. going to let our listeners contribute. I think that's a good idea, yeah. By providing letters for it's us to It's their show, read. right? It's their show? It's their sh- Well, no. kind of their show. We don't care about that. Who are we kidding? <laughs> Since we haven't done it for a while, we'll let the music go on. The, the orchestra's been sitting here. I know, they've been demanding overtime yeah. for just sitting here. Can you believe it? The joints are all I'm still. Like, come on, we haven't even asked you to play. Yeah. Our time is valuable. You mentioned the scenario. Abel was I air I saw Elba and mentioned that it was a long tongue twister. Maybe someone else has punted this out already, but Mark was trying to be funny, the designer, trying to be funny by having the title be in a palindrome. Be a palindrome. Yeah, a palindrome. And if you watch Monty Python, you'll know what a palindrome is. Did they? And that's from Steve. Did yeah. Python have a palindrome? Oh, uh, there was the palindrome mentioned in one of their skits. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, what's the other thing which reads the same backwards as forwards? <laughs> a palindrome? Yeah, yeah. It's not a palindrome. The palindrome of Bolton would be not lob. <laughs> thought it was the place like they flew the airplanes out of the pa- <laughs> yeah yeah or that was uh, it a palindrome is that where Sarah, Sarah Palin lives with her ele- elephant the palindrome you're thinking of the hippodrome dromedary. you're thinking of the, the hippo- that's, hippodrome that's what I'm thinking which of which is in Istanbul no the hippodrome was where they ran the horses in Rome oh there's one in Istanbul as well the hippodrome yeah did, did that where they had hippo Maybe. sumo wrestlers <laughs> Coming out. <laughs> Maybe they misplaced it. I don't know. I thought it would. Let me see. I was in Istanbul and, uh, oh, no, wait a minute. It's in, uh, it's in Baltimore. <laughs> Thank you, Google. How about that? Yeah, I think that was part of the circus from the yeah. Ringling Brothers, Barnum & Bailey. Is that correct? Uh, Make you do more research. <laughs> well, I sing a little song about Istanbul. It's Istanbul, not Constantinople. Now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. The large ancient, a large ancient hippodrome was the Hippodrome of Constantinople, which, was, which is now Istanbul. Istanbul, not Constantinople. <laughs> <laughs> That's the knife. That's <laughs> the title of this scenario. The Battle of Britain, he did one to go with the movie, and he calls it Shooting Star. So I'm looking at this list of war films with a scenario for each, and then I see non-war films. And I'm thinking, well, wait a minute, you know, I wonder if he did, like, Planet of the Apes. Because here's Desperado, Deer Hunter. I wonder if oh, yeah. that's probably not good. Goodbye, Cruel World. That's probably in four days. I'm like, I wonder if he did Planet of the Apes. And guess what? 
He did. He did. And if you open it, dazed and confused. A, the A-N-U-S number six, dazed he's, and confused. He's using a section of the board that's all like the grain fields and a river. And the human rabble are seven prisoner council counters that oh set up west of the stream. And then the ape hunters all enter on the other edge. And the victory conditions are not here. Does he have victory conditions? Uh, whoever ends up with the most bananas, I think, isn't it? <laughs> Where's the victory condition? Apparently they didn't think anybody would take this seriously enough to, oh, to actually play it. Here it is, VC. Oh. Five turns, victory condition is massacre. So the apes <laughs> have to wipe out all the humans. How about in that? In five turns. And you people um, out there that... Um, that don't have kids yet, get started on it and get them listening to the two half squads. <laughs> we need the next generation of we listeners. Do. Yeah. <laughs> He's up to episode 13, and la la, he does say, did I just say la la? You did, yes. That's Yikes. filler, and that's known as, that's known you as know, filler. I, I knew I was getting old when at school I actually called some of the students deer. Oh, you're kidding. No, I did. Where did that come from? I don't know. Where did that come? I don't even think people called me deer when I was a kid. It was very interesting. I thought, wow, I just called a student deer. Hey, deer, would you get the scissors for me? <laughs> Do you wear support hosiery and I, sandals? It's inexplainable. Yeah, I, and Bermuda shorts? I, not yet. Yeah, but it's coming. Well, under my pants. I played starter kit one and then starter kit two and starter kit three. That's in order. That's what I meant when I, when I said in order. <laughs> I just wanted to make one. that clear. <laughs> That's not, also known as filler. Not the order that you bought them in? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So thank you, Rick, and thank you for, yeah. for not being more rude in your email <laughs> to us. <laughs> Even though we deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> and our last letter from Eric Hill from Portland, Oregon. I used to be content with my ASL box destruction process. The boxes got flattened and recycled. And now, after listening to a block of six half-squad podcasts, another new listener, during a mega road trip, I've changed my ways. I will no longer be destroying them. Instead, I will make a special wall niches to hold all future purchases so I may gaze upon their well-wrought beauty. Thanks, guys. See what a good box art review program can wow. do? See? You've really converted somebody there. Yeah. To do- yeah, to rewrite the rule book for me? Uh, he's uh, in the back room. Hey, brother Je- Jehoshaphat, how's it going back there? He can't hear me. But he's oh, working. Well, he's rewriting the whole thing with the errata. I saw him bring a girl back there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he... Are you paying him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, monks work for bananas, so it's not a lot. <laughs> or are you just glad to see me? Yeah. <laughs> I had done the mortar squad and platoon tactical guide or something from the Armed Forces Field Guides, 1942 version. Well, you're a teacher. This this is probably going to come in handy. Well, well, I don't get into that much detail when I teach about World War II. No, I mean just controlling students and things. Oh, yeah, yeah, using the mortar smoke, (laughs) the white phosphorus. During passing periods. Yeah, well, you heard what they were like coming into the classroom. On the comedy bit there, and you couldn't hear me say, you know, Bobby, put down the knife now. No knife's allowed in school. It got faded out by the kids talking too loudly. But, you know, it's easy to manage them that way. Yeah. 
and don't shoot into overhead branches. It's a good one. Some of them. I, I like that they put everything in there. I mean, did. you may think you know this is common sense, but in a way, it's nice that it's there because they're covering all the bases. Yeah. So you get some guy right out of high school, yeah. not the smartest guy in the class, sets the mortar up in the forest, and don't in the sewer, in the in the closet, and don't clump together. Don't clump together what your mortars all together. Oh, you know, one why? Day. One one good hit takes them all. Oh, okay. out. They're all in the same X. Yeah. No, that's true. So we would never do that. No. I never make mistakes like that, though I did on Saturday. And he dropped that OBA with a with rolled a one for accuracy, and then rode fired for effect and destroyed everybody. So that was nasty. There you go. Got to keep my guys spread out more. Yeah. You know the only thing I mean, geekier than you telling that story. <laughs> Is the fact that I was enjoying listening to it. <laughs> well, you know, guys will tell me it, it's kind of funny because guys will come up to me. How are you doing in this? Uh, how are you doing in this tournament? Oh, great! Uh, let me tell you what happened. So and so and did this and this and this, and I'm thinking I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Stop telling me this story. I, but I don't think it's as bad as people telling their role playing stories. Yeah, I don't know. Nobody's ever told me a role-playing story. Yeah, they do that. Oh, yeah, oh my character. That. Yeah, oh, my, my oh, thief yes. character. Then he, he went up to this guy, and he picked his pocket, and then he, he felt it. He turned around, and so I, you know, yeah, okay. I don't know. At least in Squad Leader, the language, I think, is more common. Well, There's only so many things that can happen. Well, that's true. Though you did tell me a story recently. Okay, I'm guilty. And... and <laughs> A squad leader story. <laughs> was it, or and I was getting I was trying to listen. I was trying to follow your squad leader story. Yeah. But you know, you'd go a few sentences, then you'd go, Oh wait, no. <laughs> oh wait, no. Oh, did I it say was, mortar? It was No, his... I meant I, I meant his bayonet. <laughs> so you know, I rolled brain. a three. No wait, no it was a s no it was a nine. No wait. Yes. Two nines. So in your brain you saw a tank with a bayonet overrunning my <laughs> I just thought I'm just going to look really interested, and I well, I thanks, Jeff. That. You fooled me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I probably knew about in the middle of it. Okay, let's just wrap this story up. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you have to keep them brief, to the point, and yeah. accurate. Yeah, and I had a problem. You with do, the yeah. And think about what you're going to say before you say it, so you, so you get it right. Oh, that's too hard to do. Practice maybe in an elevator. <laughs> pause. Consider for a moment. Yeah. But you know, in this culture today, if you pause, be People talk way too much. Yes. Just look at us. <laughs> Filling up an hour of a show. Yeah. No. Not yet. And I don't have my tambourine. I was going to get off my tambourine. You have a tambourine. Oh, yeah. I took tambourine lessons for years. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was first chair tambourine in the high school orchestra. Nothing's too cheesy for me, folks. That's right. Well, there's that guy that has the tutorials on uh, Board Game Geek, and he comments about that. You know, any, of course, anybody that's an ASL uh, fan will always come up with a reason why that represents something Reality. in real life, though. You know, it's a game thing. And I think I tried that, too, tonight. Oh, well, yeah, they're ducking behind real, the windows. Right. So. He, he, he did real well with it. And being a, a newbie with it, I wasn't sure how to. And um, we'll say good, goodbye to Mike. Thanks for oh. coming tonight. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Bye, Mike. <laughs> All right, Mike's left, and here's his opponent, Josh Stein. Josh, you guys played S32. 
uh, Gehring's men. And uh, can you give our, our listeners a little response about the scenario? What do you think about it? Uh, it was definitely the longest scenario I've ever played, <laughs> but, but, for, or, or not finished. Uh, let me clarify, it is a weeknight, and Josh has played how many games total in your life? Uh, uh, ASL, SK, probably uh, this would be my fifth, I would think. Another young player at the PASL club. Young at heart. <laughs> he has a few gray hairs, but... <laughs> That's right. And uh, but it was, it was very enjoyable. Um, is Tim Klepeshek and Ron Schatz. Klepeshek. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and you've heard of... That's you've heard true. both of you before. Well, yes. Well, we've series actually replays. did one of the, um, yeah, we one did of the plays. Series series replays. I tried to make an end run for the thing and didn't oh, yeah. quite make it. <laughs> and tonight they played... Similar, um, similar ending to this scenario, and I was right. the one that tried the end run and didn't make it. The one and only show about 100% advanced squad leader. Why so quiet, Jeff? Oh, I suddenly remembered. I think Robin has a client upstairs. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I forgot about that. I'm Dave. I'm Jeff. And this is show number... 39. 39. <laughs> I mean, if ever there was a good reason to invent a time machine, it would be so that you and I could game more. Yes. That whole thing but about wait. going back and stopping Lee Harvey no, Oswald and all that, you know. But if we have a time machine, we would just have to go back in time and keep replaying the same scenario over and over again. Oh, yeah, right? that's true, yeah. Or because we wouldn't have played it the... Oh, I don't know. My, my brain can't handle it. Yeah, we'll have to make a movie about it. <laughs> anyway, we're here to talk about Squad Leader, and we may as well talk about it since we don't have time to play. <laughs> yeah, you know what the great thing about this show is? We talk about Squad Leader, and people listen. And they want to hear us talk about Squad Leader. So, you know, we can make stuff up. Then why do they keep checking doll on the page? <laughs> I did notice that. <laughs> We've got more dolls than we I think we they're deserve. just doing that to tick us off. Yeah, maybe so. I think somebody's even hey. going back through the old episodes and ticking dull on the old ones. <laughs> I think so, too. I can... Well, let's face it. Advanced Squad Leader is dull. And maybe it's dull. It's dull. Just yeah. open the rule book, folks. Yeah. So we're doing the best we can here. <laughs> we're trying. Oh, my goodness. I know who's checking dull. It's probably people that don't play Squad Leader, like, you know, golf. People <laughs> play golf and do have other kinds of hobbies. Someone searching um, American Sign Language yeah. and they find the podcast right. and they they're like, to this, the is dull. this is dull. <laughs> Didn't learn anything. Why did I listen to that old show? Yeah. Or FV2 on board? No. So now you're going to have to go to the, they call it a chit draw. Yes, be careful when you say that. Yeah, a- chit. A chit draw. chit draw. I like to use the deck of cards. Yeah. So each nationality is assigned the number of colored chits, red and black. Right. That's listed on the... On the oh, nationality chart. Nationality chart. So I would spread out the cards, as we've mentioned in our previous show. Right. And you draw one. He's drawing now. I'm drawing. And I hope I get a black one. It is a black, it is a black one. one. If it was red, it would be no access, which said, I have to just look, footnote B. If this is the second permanently removed red shit, the battery access is lost for the duration of scenario. Very true. Right. So if you draw two reds any time during the game, you're done with that OBA. But you have a black. Uh, the amount of play that happens at Aslock is, is very impressive. And people play into the wee hours, and like I say, we've got somebody there all night. So if you wake up at 4 in the morning and you can't sleep, you can always go play some ASL. Now, why do you need somebody there overnight? 
It's Otherwise, just it's a little easier. Bar if, fights. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just Illicit a little easier sex. with all the stuff left up there and everything. That um, oh, if, yes, if people yes, are okay. playing, we've yeah. got somebody there. Yeah. And it, it's not a concern. So it's a, it's a fairly nice setup. Uh, the Holiday Inn's been very well received by everybody, and uh, they've been happy with the venue. So. We, uh, Dave and I were looking at an issue of LFT, issue 11, I think. And there was a picture in there of where they play Squad Leader, which was in, like, a oh. palace yeah, it's in a, Paris. It's a palace in France. And if you saw that, I don't know if you've seen that, but <laughs> I, I think I'm I've sure seen the Holiday the Inn is nice, but it's probably, military or something it's probably not quite the same as uh, European palaces, but, you know, we do what we can. <laughs> Well, we can. It's the quality of the players that's really that's what really matters. Thing. And at Aslock, you run into the, the highest quality players. So we get players from around the world uh, that literally come into play. Yeah. We, we get a few from Australia each year. Uh, several come in from Europe. Um, you know, we get a lot from Sweden, Denmark, and a variety of different countries. Uh, some guys from France show up each year. Usually, a few from the UK. So it's a probably the best cross section of players from around the world that you'll run into. And Pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Two Half Squads, the one and only podcast dedicated 100% to the greatest game in the world. And you know what it is. It's Advanced Squad Leader. Right, Dave? That is correct. <laughs> Are you excited? Why? Well, this is episode 40, and we are talking about advanced squad leader <laughs> well i'm not as excited as you appear to be jeff <laughs> ah, every day is like christmas with advanced squad leader it is yeah there's always is, um august 23rd mm-hmm. 2010 yeah and episode 40 yep that's a bit of a milestone plus the newbie doos and the asl extras really it's more than that yeah. yeah i don't know how many more but we'll call it 40 okay we'll call it 50 do we get a prize when we get to 50? We'll call it 50 now. We're looking forward to 50. Yeah, like the prize. So, how are you? Good. I, I did something. Uh, I was talking to somebody about the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I referred to you as uh, my tech guy. Oh. As if you're my tech yeah, guy. Yeah, your tech like guy. It's, yeah. it was, and I immediately started laughing. Well, I often so introduce myself my as guy. Dave's engineer. Yeah. So I have to really apologize for that. Some kind of ego trip or something yeah. came out there. Kind of Freudian slip or something. Maybe. Well, I actually, um, you know, I introduce myself as Dave's engineer, and I get much better service in stores and stuff like that. <laughs> Free drinks at bars and Dave, everything. Dave Timonen's son, Christopher, was took him along for the trip, and he said, oh, I was wearing my Two Half Squads T-shirt at school. <gasps> and I was like, oh, great. And he, he said a kid stopped and read it and then said, that's stupid. Oh. So, there you go. Well, I think we've got that on our website, don't we, for <laughs> for rating our episodes. We've got... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we could just add stupid as a column. <laughs> we've got this little spot on the website, as you all know, because you, you study our website very closely. <clears throat> where you can been complaining about it for four I, episodes I have been in a row now. <laughs> well, people either don't rate it or, or they... I don't know. They're... They're adding more dulls to it. In the most recent episode, there are five votes for funny, five votes for interesting, six for informative, but seven for dull. That's a, re- a new record. I... And the more you talk about it on the air, the more they're going to yeah. check dull. 
I can't tell. I just got to believe that they're all just giving us a hard time. And actually, people love it. It's it's especially somehow exciting when we get uh, donations from overseas. I know, the Netherlands. Yeah. It's cool. It's did, really did you cool. you know Finland was rated the best country to live in, according to Newsweek magazine? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, number one. Wow. Finland. Wow. And um, that's the home of Hakapella. It is. Finland, Finland, Finland. The country where I want to be born is drinking or camping. Is that their national anthem? <laughs> Finland, Finland, Finland. It's the country for me. You're so near to Russia. So Bet you didn't know that song existed, did no, you? I did not know. And that is our good friends at the Amani Python. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Monty Python sings. Wow. But it really was rated the number one country, which, of course, ticked off all the Americans who think they live in the greatest country in the world. Yeah. But we were number which 11. Is, which is not true. We were, oh, Jeff. Oh, shoo. Well, it's ridiculous. It cost us listenership. Yeah, it's ridiculous. America is great. Greatest country yeah, in the world. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Don't listen to Jeff. Yeah, whatever. They're all great. Stop talking. <laughs> well, they're not all great. but uh, Well, some are greater than others. Some are greater than others. We're number 11. That's pretty but, good out of a whole yeah. bunch of countries. But we were talking about the Netherlands. Don't you have, like, the national anthem from the Netherlands? Oh, I and can in, play the it. The Netherlands includes what countries, Dave? Oh, dang. Well, you're, an, you're a U.S. history guy, really. Uh, it's it's uh, Holland. Yeah. It's Denmark. Uh, yes. And it's Luxembourg. She's a buxom girl from Luxembourg. Oh, Luxembourg no, was Luxembourg. next to go, and maybe even Monaco. <laughs> oh, oh, that's from the bomb song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Belgium. Belgium. Denmark. Denmark. Amsterdam. Amsterdam. So, and Holland. Oh, remember, this is a family show, Jeff. Amsterdam. Yeah, <laughs> Amsterdam. Um, and gay, and guess what, Dave? You were you appeared in print this month in uh, the latest issue of the Bonsai Magazine from the Texas ASL Group. I did. Yeah, which I, I haven't had a chance to read it. I'm sorry, but how was it? Don't bother. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff didn't have time. You need a PR to, guy. To write. I do. Well, <laughs> Jeff didn't have time to write up his favorite scenarios so that wasn't it you know that wasn't it it's not that i don't have time oh what was it you know <clears throat> it's my lack of confidence that anything that i have to say concerning squad leader would be a, possibly of any interest to anybody of any note well see i, <laughs> I, I suffer from the same thing but it didn't stop me <laughs> no i know exactly what you're saying like yeah well how how my opinion about these scenarios is not nearly as valuable as, like, Pete Schelling, yeah. who designs them, or these other people. And I played one more scenario I'd like to discuss. Do we have the time? Sure. Oh, wait a minute. Let me check the clock. Sure. Uh, J76. Ultimate Treachery, designed by Laurent Closier, and it featured, was it Indochina, not outdoor China. <laughs> Indochina, French, which is Vietnam. Yeah, Indochina. And the four and a half turns played it on a pass on a week, on a weak night, not a strong night, a weak night. Oh, you're killing me! Stop it! You're encouraging me. I've never heard you like this. It was Dave. a night. It was a bishop. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! And, Too much fun. And it was the French 
uh, hold it up in all these buildings. It was in a city there in Hanoi, now called Ho Chi Minh. Ho Chi Minh City, yeah. And the Ho Chi Minh Town, yeah. Japanese coming in. Uh, so on a whim, I actually entered my first Roar game. Oh, you did? And Joe and Bob are always on me. You got to enter all these in Roar. Yeah. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going through a thousand scenarios <laughs> and backlogging all this. And I'd actually just played game 1,066. Wow. 1,066. Hastings. And uh, Spectacular. I'm only looking for I'm going to celebrate game 1,111. Yeah. one one one. That's yeah, be that'll be a big milestone. deal. Yeah. So I went on to Roar, mm-hmm. thinking, oh, this is going to be complicated. I'm going to have to put in all this data, like my address. and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, if you need help with that, I can tell you where you live. Here, give me, give me your driver's license. I'll read it off for you. You know what I mean. Yeah. It, it just seemed like, oh, who needs this headache? Right. You know, I'm already... I know. We spend every day how many times we have to put all that information in a website and or whatever, yeah. And I already write up the stupid it newsletter did. that nobody in the club reads, yeah. you know, <laughs> at the end of each game session. But uh, I went ahead and I clicked them, and my name came up. I clicked to, like, enter, and it came up. I started, like, a D, and it said Dave Kleinschmidt. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy cow, this... Oh, it knows me. Knows me. Yeah. It's been following you. As did Ron Chats's name. What? So I'm like, I clicked Ron and went to Ron Chats. It's like, click yes. <gasps> so I'm assuming somebody else has put us in. But I like this red brick wall on the right-hand side. Notice how that kind of frames out the picture. It's called a framing device. And you can use a tree trunk for this thing to contain your image within its... Area. I usually use painted wood as a framing device. And no, that's glass a different kind of frame. Top. Oh, I see. Right. Hey, so, I have a question. Yes, sir. Can I raise my hand? You may. Can we scan this and put it on our website and say, you know, so people know what we're talking about? Because not a lot of people are going to have this, probably. We're just going to put a link, or you're going to download a picture that you steal from some other website. Okay. We, maybe we could link to Mark Pitkavich's website, even though he will not link to ours. <laughs> he cannot link. And we have a Russian soldier. Now, remember the triangle shape that we look for in the work of art, Jeffrey? Yeah, do we have to look for that in every single work of you art? You do have to. Okay. Remember, if it doesn't have it, sometimes the work, the art works anyway, sometimes not. Can in I ask case, another question? Why don't they just, just cut the canvas into a triangle? So that, No, <laughs> that would defeat the purpose. you got a square canvas, and we always got to look for this triangle. Then you have to make a smaller triangle within it. Okay. For those of you who don't know what we're listening, or what we're talking about, Go back and listen to all the previous 39 episodes. And all the previous box art reviews. Yeah, yeah. We do notice the Soviet soldiers yeah. together form a bit of a triangle going yeah. up to the grenade hand. True. And down to the right. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the expression on that foreground Russian, Jeff? Well, I will I will say right offhand, this is a very stunning box art cover. It's very beautiful. Very striking. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that guy looks like he's... Calling out for his mama. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Looks like he's a hero of the Soviet Union, yeah. single-handedly stopping the German onslaught. Yeah. Now, in his left hand, or I'm sorry, yes, his left hand, mm-hmm. on the right side of our vision, we see the pistol, which is a TT-30, TT-30, hmm. made in about 1930, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, let's look at its name. Uh, standard Russian Soviet pistol. Mm-hmm. Uh, very historically accurate outfit. I'm not sure about these boots, though. What do you think? Do they look... It looks like um, Norwegian fishermen. <laughs> kind of big, aren't they? Yeah. Kind of big baggy boots. Yeah. Maybe that's accurate. I'm not sure. I'm uh, sure they didn't worry too much about, you know, fit and finish. Finish? Did you say <laughs> Finnish fishermen or Swedish? The Russians didn't worry about Finnish? I guess they did worry about the Finnish. Well, they invaded Finland. Yeah. Sorry. And we have a, one of the padded tunics. Notice there's two styles of Russian uniform here. Mm-hmm. Very commonly seen in the field together at the same time. Yeah, in the and, field. And um, the foreground figure has the nice Russian cap. I love that cap style. Yeah, it's a beautiful cap. You you should wear a cap like I that. I have you a cap wear. like this. Do you really? Yes, have you never seen this? No, I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I have one of these Russian kind of hats. Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. It's not this type. It's it's more like the ovally type, but I have one anyway. Huh, okay. Yeah, you would look, um, you know who you would look like with that? Who would that be? One second and I'll tell you. In the meantime, in the background, we see... Bob Hoskins. Hop. Bob Hoskins played a Russian in a movie and wore a hat like that. Bob Hoskins from Who Framed Roger Rabbit and other movies. Oh, you're right. He did, yeah. Yeah. You would look like him. He looked... Thanks. Look, here's Great. A, look, no, no, he's very no, handsome. Look no, at him. he's look at not him. handsome. Look at him. He's not handsome at all. I, no, I'm editing this out. And he's a great... I don't want to be Bob Hoskins. <laughs> oh, you know who you would look like? Who? Um, Pierce Brosnan. Oh, yes. If you wore a hat like that, like you would look like... Pierce Brosnan yeah. in one of those James Bond films. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, it is. A close-up? It's a close-up of one of the Russian soldiers. And he makes a triangle shape. So, but not when he's in the big mob. When you're dealing with him in the big mob. So isn't that interesting? The art is a big, giant close-up. I've I think we should do a review of, of, like, a painting of the of the Great Pyramid of Cheops. 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 Well, yeah. It's pronounced in a number of different ways, but... Depending on the intelligence level of the pronouncer. Yeah, because... Because I'll bet they have a very triangular shape there. They, they do. In their painting. And we have our last interview, don't we, from the ASL Open. That's right. Pete Schelling. Pete Schelling. The one and only. designer mm-hmm. extraordinaire. Had him in our sights for a long time trying to get him to interview. Yeah. I don't think he ever would have unless we kept him to catch him there. So, as we transition... To the interview with Pete Pete Schelling. Yes. To the sound of the mournful, yet marvelous and wonderful bagpipes. Stay off the moors. Stay to the path. Yeah. Sorry, I I was going to try to... I tried to play this during my little news story about the guy, but couldn't cue up the music quick enough. Good enough. It's still marvelously mournful and wonderful. Yeah. So let's go to the Pete Shelley interview, and then we'll come back and say more interesting things. Here's Pete. And now we have the most esteemed Pete Shelley. Did I say that right? Esteemed, yeah. Uh, in our eyes, he's a scenario designer. We've been hoping to snag for an interview. Uh, we saw him here at the tournament and made him come over. <laughs> I think he's a little reluctant. <laughs> 
but he just is here to help squad leader players Chris, understand the game ice. better. Would you like the official two half squad gumball? All right, yeah. Gumball, yeah. help yourself to Turn the free crank. gumball. Uh, you might win a big prize. If you get two gumballs, two it's gumballs. a two. They're both yellow too. That's oh, a match. When did that? It's like rolling happen? snake eyes. Yeah. And Pete, uh, what's your background with squad leader? Are you an old Grogner like everyone else here? I got the squad leader in 77 for Christmas when it first came out. I played assorted Avalon Hill games prior, but I uh, got that for Christmas. Played a little bit with my older brother. He was not that heavily into games. He's more of the model builder type. And uh, then a little bit with some friends in high school and going on to college with the rest of it. But then I kind of kind of put it up when I got busy with real life for a while. Until I had, was kind of bored with real life and put an ad in the general for 50 cents a pony wanted. And uh, guys like Brett Hildebrand called me. And that's how I met Bill Hayward and Jim Risher, a couple other guys local to the Northeast Ohio area. Eventually met Mark Nixon that way, got started in play testing. And the rest is, you know, easily the best 50 cents I ever spent. Yeah. With yeah. The friends and the enjoyment of the hobby. Yeah, absolutely. Get a lot of mileage for the dollars we spent on this hobby. Well, um, if you're still looking for uh, somebody to play, we'll take 50 cents yeah. and we'll announce it on the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll do anything for 50 Actually, cents. Actually, these days I have more, more <laughs> opportunities <laughs> to play than I have uh, time to play. And I just handed him a beer ticket. Beer oh, tickets. oh, beer tickets. Uh, Dave Here Goldman beer is tickets. handing out beer tickets. I don't drink those. Is there something else I can get with that? Or do uh, I'll take that? both of his <laughs> tickets. Thank you, Where sir. Do we Okay, excellent. Thank you, Dave. Okay, well, that's this has been the shortest wow. interview ever. We're right, going for going to the bar. Let's <laughs> keep <laughs> okay. Okay. Can't beat with free beer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They were one of the earlier groups too, getting the stuff turned turned out. And, uh, did a lot of counters too and stuff. I think they were one of the first. We could dig up some of them and interview yeah, those guys. They're yeah. gonna be around somewhere. But um, you don't think they're all dead, do you? No, I don't think so. Okay. I hope not. Jeff, what kind of thing is that to say? Well, I don't know. What are you working on right now? You got uh, some some irons in the fire? Well, that you can talk about without yeah revealing your secrets. Oh, we want, want to hear the, the secrets. We won't tell anybody. It's just between us. A uh, historical ASL module that I've been working the scenarios is called Slaughter at Paneri. The Battle of Paneri is the northern face of Kursk, where the Germans used the Ferdinands and. Brumbars and the Russians used the SC-152s in the oh, Battle yeah. of Paneri. Don Petros did the map and the campaign game, and I've done eight of the ten scenarios. Not many. I, I play a, a, a few computer games. Still stuck on Age of Empires and, and that oh, really? sort of thing. Yeah. The, the build management sims I'll play a little bit of, but yeah. I, don't, I don't play much in video games or computer games. Yeah, Got to get you into it, Dave. Ah, no, no, no. Yeah. Painting miniatures, playing squad leader. Making podcasts. It's a life. And D&D. Shamefully, I play Dungeons & Dragons. Mm. But hopefully Pete will forgive me for that. You shouldn't be ashamed. <laughs> it's kind of the two extremes, isn't it's it? good. Yeah. Well, a leader in that D&D. With regard to D&D, I think there's a lot of similarities between designing a dungeon and designing an ASL scenario. It's got to be inter- entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's got to be manageable. Yep. The rules are just as complicated, really. Can't, yeah, 3.5 is. And actually, Dave and I have been talking about coming up with a ASL RPG. Role-playing game, squad leader. Yeah, squad leader (laughs) role-playing game. So 
We'll see. I still think you're joking, but you're serious. I'm serious. It's going to be a few months, but we'll let you know. We might need some scenarios designed for that. So you stop at mid-turn, and then you have to talk to the other players at the table? Yeah. In character? Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, the way I'm, I play it. So. I mean, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have anything else for Mr. Shelley? No, I think that's it. We okay. appreciate you stopping by. And, and we thought it was all downhill after we interviewed uh, John Hill. Hill. Oh, no. But no, it's up. been. We're going this up. Is, today has proven there's still many places to go yeah. with this. So that's right. we really want to thank you and for all your contributions okay. and all the great scenarios. And do you have anything else you'd like to add to the listenership out here? I would all just tell all listeners that, uh, <laughs> to attend their local ASL tournament. For your regional club, if there's a, an ASL tournament you can get to, even if you don't feel that comfortable that you're an experienced player, attend. You'll meet a lot of great friends. You'll learn a lot more about the game, and uh, that'll keep you interested in ASL. And you'll get to meet Pete Schelling, maybe. He might be Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so get the four tournaments. I saw your name on the list. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> That's good advice. Well, thanks for stopping in. All right. Okay, thanks, thanks guys. Take thanks for the gumball. Thank you, sir. Oh, it was nice hearing that Pete Shelley interview again. I haven't listened to that since the ASL Open. Yeah, great guy. Yeah, great guy. Very prolific creator of ASL material that yeah. I like to play. Yeah. We like anybody that likes ASL. We do. You are all, every one of you out there, our very, very dear friends. Even dearer if we actually met you. Let's have a group hug. Probably at Aslock. You know, I'm thinking about Aslock. We'll do a group oh, hug. Yeah, then nobody's going to come to Aslock. Maybe have a really early morning, maybe do yoga or something, and then maybe a little meditation. And okay, then you're scaring them all away. And then everybody take their shoes off and they just got back rubs. Away from Aslock. <laughs> now they're all going to go to the St. Louis journey instead. <laughs> Which wouldn't be too bad. Episode 41. Hey guys, just a nudge to keep up the good work. I'm a listener from Canada in central Ontario. Nice to hear some good banter about the game, and I enjoy your celebrity interviews, particularly Chaz Argent, since he's the man right now for ASL Publications. Yes, he is. John Hill was a coop. Coo. Huh? Coo. Like a, like yeah, a, it, is co- it was cool. No, coo, like a dove. Oh. Coo. Coo. We, you know, we don't speak enough languages. Uh, John Hill was a coup, too, but I was a little disappointed to hear that he is not a diehard ASLer. Yeah, we were, too. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were a little surprised. No, I don't know, a little surprised. I kind of see not his too point, much. though. I do, too. Yeah, sure. Sure, right. It's like Leonardo da Vinci. I mean, uh, no, Michelangelo. Leonardo wouldn't care, but Michelangelo uh, upset because the Sistine Chapel is reproduced in Las Vegas. Yeah, what's with that? Can we cut this part out? I thought you were going to say Michelangelo (laughs) upset Federer in the U.S. Open. I don't know. It it seemed like a good idea when I started that analogy, but uh, back to Clayton. Keep up the good work struggling with foreign words. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You were kidding. Raison d'etre was a zinger this past week. D'etre. And Clayton is a language teacher. Oh, I enjoy the painting as well, so... I found box art critiques something fresh and new to say about ASL. And have we got a show for you, my oh, friend, Clayton. Clayton, you're going to love this one. Uh, I'm mainly on Vassal, as there are no local players that I can get together with regularly. I've been in squad leader ASL since 1982. And 
I hate vehicular freeze. And I hate testicular freeze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that, but well, yeah, I wouldn't you like that wouldn't either. often, but yeah. once I was lost in Siberia, yeah, it was a horrible yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, First off, I want to thank you very much for putting the two half squats on the net. This is from uh, Steve, by the way. I've just completed listening to all of the podcasts and the series replay. I thoroughly enjoyed all of them. Well, that's nice. Uh, we, don't we love Canadians? We love Canadians. Oh, Canada, the glory shines so bright. Really? Maybe. Well, that's good. I just know the old Canada part. I can play that so... on the organ, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't bring your organ with you. Uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed all of them. I've been playing Squad Leader since it came out. My brother and I played all of the OEM scenarios published by Avalon Hill, including all the ones in the general magazines. The sad fact is that I have only ever played one turn of one scenario of a... Keep going, Jeff. ...of Advanced Squad Leader. I'm going to play quietly in the background. You do have your organ with you. Yes, I always carry it with yeah. me. Where's your monkey? <laughs> I told you, ever since that monkey ripped the face off that lady, Cheetah is banned from this room. And he signs it, clink it, and drink it. How about this that? silly slogan that Jeff came up silly with. Silly slogan? No, this is the slogan. I thought it's it was sweep and drink. Work. It's clink and drink. He he changed it a little bit to clink it okay. and drink it. But clink and Let's drink. clink and drink. You need a glass. I have, have a, a glass. can. No. It's clink, clink and drink. Here's I go. Clink and drink. And drink. I hate that. I just went on my uh, annual fishing trip, and I introduced yeah. Clink and Drink last year on the fishing trip, and those guys use it all the time. And I introduced it to some of my clients. I've got a client with an office in Italy and several other countries. Oh, and Mr. He, cool Guy. He uses it a lot. So here we go. The Italians are going to be using You don't want the, the Italians getting ahead of you, Dave? That's. I think you should introduce it to your uh, sixth graders. <laughs> They're eighth graders. Oh, come okay. on, dude. Oh, yeah. Well, then certainly they Which should be drinking. Which makes it more appropriate. They should, yeah, they should definitely be drinking. And they should have a toast that really defines the generation. All right. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, here's a letter from Zumba. I'm hoping that's perhaps not his real name. Azumbaya, 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 Azumbaya. All right. A very enjoyable show, as always. Nice to hear the Finland song, me being from Finland. Love, Zumba. Oh, yeah, and that was the um, the, the Finland uh, Monty Python song, but I can play the Finland National Anthem. On my organ. <laughs> and that shows how knowledgeable I am about foreign countries, Jeff. That makes up for my ignorance on the show. Hear me play. It's inspiring. Jeff's not impressed. Yeah, that it's inspiring. A very enjoyable show, as always. Nice to hear the Finland song, me being from Finland. Love, Zumba. Oh, yeah, and that was the um, the, the Finland uh, Monty Python song, but I can play the Finland National Anthem. On my organ. <laughs> and that shows how knowledgeable I am about foreign countries, Jeff. That makes up for my ignorance on the show. Hear me play. It's inspiring. Jeff's not impressed. That's inspiring. 
Well, as I as I wrote, to, I replied to Zumba when he posted that on our on the website, mm-hmm. and um, I said, uh, "Come on, Zumba! Our faithful listeners know ignorance is our middle name, along with <laughs> along with dull." Mm-hmm. But when in doubt as to whether laugh or cry, we suggest crying because chicks dig guys who cry. Yes, they do. So, um, but the Netherlands thing was, you know, I, I was I I have to admit I was confused. I was confused. And I was also confused. It just doesn't seem fair to me that you have a country called Holland, and then you have, like, two names for it. Yeah. Netherlands, Holland. The and, country is called Holland. And to make it even worse, yeah, what are the people called, Jeff? The nation is called the Netherlands, the country is called Holland, and the people are Dutch. Oh, and what, how do you... Okay, come on. I it's mean, confusing. All right. You want to know something else embarrassing? Yeah. While well, it's open confession time, um, when I started teaching seventh grade... And when I teach it, someone said to Dave's associate teacher, um, when we teach World War II, we don't, say, sorry to say, we don't talk a whole lot about the invasion of Holland, you know. Only right. So many days to, to, to put on to the yeah. war. But it's the end of the year. you gotta, you got to move along. got to get to the end of the Cold War. Yeah. And um, when I taught seventh grade, um, New England actually threw me for a second. <laughs> like, cause like, what's New England? I'm like... Oh yeah, well it's not a state. Is it a state? Is there a new is the state? Well, there's 50 states. Come on. Yeah. So no, oh. I, no, honestly, I'm like, wait, New England. Okay, no, it's not a state, but I don't know what <laughs> it is. So I actually, I figured it's like something in the east, but yeah, I actually looked it up and found out what New England literally was. Yeah, so, kind of like Netherlands, New England. Mm-hmm. Well, it yeah, it was confusing, but we're all we're all good now. And it, and it prompted this most marvelous letter from Andy. Everyone knows the Netherlands are Holland, Estonia, Bosnia, and San Marino. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Andy, for setting us straight. Yeah, and thank you, Andy, for lightening the mood because <laughs> Jeff and I were like, oh, gosh, these people are yelling at us for not knowing something like the Netherlands. Well, Stephen Rasmussen wrote, and he said, I've listened to all the episodes and enjoyed them greatly, but... That never, Netherlands commentary really had me floored. How could you say those things? Well, are you teachers and World War II yeah, fanatics and still was, think those things? I, I cannot understand it. I'm sorry, but I guess you would say anything outrageous to have to keep us from pressing that dull button. <laughs> had you not had such a great history of fun and enlightening podcast, I would probably have turned it off right then and there. Well, Stephen, we want to personally. Apologize. apologize. We are sorry. We and are. if you come over here, we will pour you a beer and we will clink and drink with you. We will. Yeah. And, and we'll never make that mistake again. No. It just seemed to me like Holland was Holland and the Netherlands was things like in the lowlands, yeah. you know, <laughs> up there by the coast. It just made logical sense to me. So I, I apologize. Yeah. We'll be okay. <laughs> no, I don't. I live in southwest Virginia. Unless you consider southwest Virginia to be out in the country, the entire part of the state, which kind of is. <laughs> Well, yes, we do. No, it's pretty built up. I've been <laughs> oh. there. But it always takes much longer than that. It takes me a long time to do it, and I don't have time to. You know, I'm not a full-time painter, so I kind of do this on summers now that I'm a college teacher, nights and weekends. So it, it takes me longer to get it together. Yeah. Practically, mm-hmm. you know, they they tell me stuff way way in advance of when they're going to need it. Like, well, yeah. their production cycle is so fast. I'm surprised. <laughs> Well, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
You probably deliver stuff two years before they do. <laughs> no, we're kidding, Chaz. We're just kidding. There's so many we scenarios always, now. We always give them but, a hard but, but time. But there's so many scenarios that. now I can't even keep up. So come on. This is all false. This is I false. know. But we, all, we like to give MMP a hard time about how long it takes them to deliver stuff. But, so we know for sure it's not because Ken Smith is dragging his heels on the, on the cover art. Well... We say that now, but I'm, I'm supposedly doing the uh, the next journal cover, and uh, I'm not dragging my heels. I'm very busy on it, but it's going to be right down to the wire. Box covers and give us a quick little critique. Oh, well, I could do that. I have a pile here, but I haven't actually narrowed anything down to one. Well, just pick one and give us All your professional it. review of it. All right. How about Total Bushido? Yes, Bushido. Wonderful. Yes. And it's good that you don't have anything prepared because we don't prepare at all for this show. Totally off the cuff. We're off. We're off the cuff, guys. <laughs> I, I think Code of Bushido is one of my, my favorite ASL covers for several reasons. The, it has the classic kind of a composition that seems to be so popular with so many artists. And the... Uh, but also, I like that. You know, it's really hard to do a night scene because it's dark, and you know, it's hard to get enough detail in there to you see what's going on. If you can do dark paintings, but they won't reproduce, they come out murky. So I think he's done a really interesting job of you know using purple as the kind of the overall uh, unifying color, which makes it dark. And purple's a good color to. Uh, one of my painting teachers used to say, if your painting was messed up, you just do a uniform purple wash over the whole thing and it will unify the whole painting. And it's kind of what he's done here. All the the white uniforms are purple, the white flag is purple, the background's purple. Well, and that's a box art review from a real artist, not a pretend artist like Dave <laughs> Kleinschmidt. <laughs> I love box art review. That's my favorite thing to listen to. Well, thank you. That's the only reason we're having you on is because you like <laughs> I keep trying. I keep trying to... I keep trying to kibosh that section of the show, but uh, the listeners love Jeff, it. You will so not. I, you will not stop it. There is no accounting for taste. And, I guess it's and amazing. We're, we're, we're all done with the basic modules. We're we're halfway through the historicals, and we're episode forty-two. But the Australian guys, sir. There were thirteen guys there from Australia and and New Zealand. I think they kind of, do. They clump that together. Well, well we do because we, we don't do. even know what the yeah. Netherlands is. But. <laughs> You know, we just clump it together. I, I mean, I did. I mean, I just, you know, somebody would say they're from New Zealand. Okay, well, you're an Aussie then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they really like that. But, no. Uh, you know, I, I'm an American. I could get away with that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you're not an American. You're When you say American, you're leaving out Latin America, South America. Where's that? Terrible. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't count. What are you Dave, talking about? Dave, we're in Chicago. We are yeah. in Latin America. <laughs> uh, no kidding. <laughs> And I got in a game with Doug Grease, um, which I started to set up Bocage Blockage. Uh-huh. Don't say anything yet. And he says, have you played this before? I'm like, no, it's it's not marked as played, so I must not have played it. And we set it up, and we start playing, 
And soon, do you remember? Right, I Bob? I remember, yeah. We started playing it. And, and, <laughs> this is the time. game when I watched Bob deteriorate before my eyes into a sweating, <laughs> convulsing mass of illness. Um, and we, yeah, so we're playing, and I go suddenly. What'd you do, Spike is Wait a minute, wait a minute. This is the game I'm playing with Bob. He has his mortar way back here, and it's killing me in these trees. And over here, I blew up the vehicle, and the smoke was blowing down the street. And he thought I actually planned that, but I'm too stupid to have known that. And I'm like, oh, and, and Doug goes, you said you hadn't played this before. <laughs> you were snooker and dog. Yeah, like, awesome. No, really. I told him it wasn't marked in the corner as played with the win-loss. I didn't know. <laughs> it was hilarious. And um, he took it to me pretty well. Burris Did came he? over and started, like, teaching us. Oh, that Burris, he'll get you every um, The thing was, I, saw, you know, I noticed. I had a room with him. Oh, yeah. that must have been a pleasant experience. Uh, it's it's a scary experience. You what about put with the bunny? Yeah, his bunny suit. He's he's got you know life size cut out of Derek Jeter. He brings with him. It's a very odd experience. He puts in the room. Yeah, it's it's. it's yeah. No, you're kidding about all that stuff. The bunny at costume. We may not. We. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding about. That. Of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah, they they have themes like you know my favorites. They have the AARP you know tournament, so you have to be over. I don't know, oh. 55 or whatever to play in that one. I, oh. you know, I think they have they a nap to... break in there, too, <laughs> in that one. I think from noon, I think they start early. They start at like 5 in the morning as opposed to 8. Yeah, when eight. people are getting back from the coffee shop and meeting That's their right. old yeah. retired yeah. friends. Right. Yeah, they get their free coffee at McDonald's, and they come and they, they play, and then they take a nap, and, you know, get to change their depends, and, and then they you know, go from there, if they remember who won. You know, yeah. that, I think Brett has to kind of look over that a little bit, you know, to make sure they don't wander away. What or, turn were we on? Yeah, <laughs> use that turn. Oh, I'm sorry, on. guys. I, I, <laughs> but you guys aren't approaching AARP. Oh, yet. I'm oh, going no, on 50 no. here. I think you're older than me, right, Jeff? I'm going to order. No, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm going to order a walker, yeah. though. A walker? I, yeah, I've been looking at one on eBay. I got my eye on. My, you know, my most memorable moment, though, Jeff, was when I we were gonna we didn't have a place to set up because it was so crowded. Yeah. And we had to move a couch to set up an area with the with the recording studio, and someone was sleeping on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> and it was you yeah, Bob some, Bendis. Did you, did you, Bob Bendis. Yeah. Just move the couch with him. On so it. I'm leaning <laughs> over the couch at the head of it where his head is. So my head is kind of leaning right over toward his head, and I'm trying to slowly lift this thing up and shove it back. And as I go to move it, it kind of bumps a little. And, and I sat for a second, and then his eyes, like, flash open, <laughs> staring right at my face. I'm like, oh, sorry, Bob. i got to move the couch. Yeah, <laughs> it like, was really hilarious. You had to move the his eyes just open and be staring at you, you know, in a daze, and he's... But that's just my hang-up. And we saw Alex Key. Did we say that already? And No, we didn't. And Alex Key, yeah. Marvelous generosity and nice. uh, helping everybody out there. He's got a huge... We actually took our recording space from the night before, but we, you know, we, we, knew, yeah. we knew to get out of his way. We were like... And his wife came and helped him load all that up and stuff. What a marvelous yeah. woman. I thought that was pretty cool. I well, like I mean, just the fact that she would go to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the hotel was very nice, and we found a it couple was. places around there, but you, you don't have to go too far to want to stay in your car, which we did. We, we did went, night. We the, went the over night the bridge. Were you guys looking for some adult entertainment? No, we were not. <laughs> no, we were not. Okay. And we'll we're go not. on the record with that. In fact, we had a very interesting conversation about all those concepts on the way down um which is very i was very surprised at all of our appropriateness and we went over you know it was like over the bridge in the yeah. one direction and then kind of the right straight and we went to the right and it was a greek restaurant there 
Rubens. looked fine. That and then we good. were looking yeah. for a drink, and we, there was a, a, a bar called something Yeah, else. it was a pub. Cal something or other pub. And right so we thought, door. oh, that sounds really Irishy. And we walked in, and it was a metal door. It was this, yeah, barred. metal door with <laughs> bars and paint, you know, like slopped on paint. And, and the sign that signs, you must be 21, like huge letters. Gigantic. And it said, premises are under video surveillance at all times. And I just kind of remembered the footage of people, like, shooting each other. Was that in Cleveland or was that somewhere else in Toledo? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, about a year ago, a big bar gunfight broke out. And we just kind of looked and went, eh, no, let's let's just go somewhere It looked else. like one of those doors that you could go in, but you never come out. Right. Yeah. yeah. But then the next so. night, I was kind of more into going. <laughs> Were you? <laughs> yeah, I remember I said, let's go, let's go actually go in. Well, we, we didn't. We didn't. So there was free pizza, so we stayed. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm playing, and I, you know, I'm getting a little discouraged at this point because I think I played a solid game, but I, you know, I'm starting to change my game because, you know, every die roll seems like it's a three or a four he's rolling, and 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 so uh, I think it was around turn three he he started rolling this again, this incredibly low die rolls and rate of fire shots, critical hits with his tanks, and so I kind of just went over and I picked up his dice. Are you kidding me? And his oh. colored dice only had a one, two, or three. Are you on kidding me? No. I'm not kidding you. No. You're kidding me. I am me. not kidding you. <laughs> that is unbelievable. I, was, I, I, I said, what is this? He goes, what do you mean? I said, look at the die. And he looks at the die, and he's like, I don't know. And I said, there's there's two ones, two twos, and two threes on it. There's no four, five, or sixes. Oh, <laughs> I was kind of oh. guessing that's where this was going, but I couldn't believe that. Yeah. But. TV set up so you can, you know, watch football or rest in your downtimes. Um, and it, it's a real nice facility. And, you uh, may have a hard time getting people out of here tomorrow. I don't know if you're <laughs> if you're interested in going home, but you may have to stay. Are you responsible if they don't leave, like for them? Uh, as long as they're paying for the room, I think the the Holiday Inn's Hotels, probably okay yeah. with them staying. Yeah, unless they have so. like the uh, mime convention starting, you know, <laughs> late Sunday night. And yeah. Take yeah. over the so. space. Yeah, a lot of the uh, foreign players, and we've had. Quite a few foreign players in this year will fly out Monday, actually. So there'll, there'll be some gaming going on throughout the day tomorrow. I saw two guys in suits uh, get off the elevator and come walking through. I assume they were lost. And are you going to continue to carry the torch? or the? the uh, yeah, I'm not sure it? there's anybody to hand the torch off to. <laughs> Uh, uh, Make Bill Sizzler stay up during the day, and then he can away. get someone to watch it during the night. Yeah, yeah. so um, I, I intend to keep running it for the foreseeable future. Here we go with uh, episode 43. And the bulk of this episode will be an interview with Perry. So what do we have, Dave? All right, well, Jeffrey... The mailbox has been the mailbox has been a little sad lately. Very very sad. Yeah, I went out to Mr. Mailbox. And he's like, oh, I'm sad. We're not getting as much mail as we used to. But do you think people are not listening? I, I know I'm not. I think there's just not much to comment on unless we make some stupid thing yeah. comment about the Netherlands or something. Yeah. Um, you know, I like to mention that this. <laughs> yeah, episode, we like to. Yeah, we like to be rabble rousers. Um, so I mean, in, and in the advanced phase, woods, mess it up. in the advanced phase, you can move how many movement points? This is oh, I'm quizzing That's you now. That's coming up. Oh, I'm turning the tables. <laughs> Aiden Ron, okay, my quiz. All right, all right.
and I'll I'll sit quietly and wait for Can you to ask me a question. Can a pinned unit advance? No. A broken unit? Y- no. A TI unit? TI, Texas Instruments? No. I used to think it was task involved, but it's not. It's temporarily immobilized. Oh, temporarily immobilized. Well, I would say no then. No. Yeah, no, they could not advance. Uh, a good order unit? Yes, of course. Yes, I just yeah. wrote that in because I was getting sick of all the no answers. <laughs> it was becoming obvious. <laughs> all right. Can a vehicle advance? No, except for that tipping part where they're yes, going to go. Yes, with the bird and yeah, the... No. What if it was an Australian swallow <laughs> carrying a coke? Probably so. Can a, We'd have to ask the Australians. Can a special rules wire counter advance? Can a <laughs> no no very good no inanimate objects very good can advance, I think. offer that one no birds no 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 rocks no rocks no can rocks advance. and no well uh, trenches oh. cannot advance. Can I ask you one or are you asking all the questions? You can only ask one if it's not coming up as part of my quiz show. Are you going to be talking about cavalry? No. Okay. Can cavalry advance with their horses? Dang. No. Wait. No. <laughs> you should know this. We just played cavalry. I know. I know. And I, can't, show I cannot remember. I would say yeah. No. No, they're like motorcycles. Yeah. No, or, they don't. I bet they don't. Yeah. We'll, we'll double check that, listeners. But I'm going to go on record as a no. Okay. And we'll dig out the rule book in a little bit. All right. Which means we never will because we never <laughs> Let's dig out the rule, but let's tear more of your pages. That was fun. Now, can you advance into a hex with a vehicle, an armor fighting vehicle? Sure. Yes. What do you have to do to do that? Uh, you have to say, Mother, may I? Yes, first. Always politeness is always important, yeah. especially at Aslock. Yes. Yes, but. But you become CX. Correct. And if you're already CX? Then you become CCX. <laughs> Double CX. Yeah. No, that'd be too complicated. No. We don't make the rules. We just follow the rules. And make them into quiz shows. Yeah. So your conscripts move. Three. And your wounded leaders. Three. So they're, they don't have the four greater than or equal to four. They're right. just greater than or equal to three. And if you're carrying something heavy. Like your mother-in-law? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. For instance, now rule four. No, if you're carrying a, you know, one of those big Russian machine guns. Yes. And rule four point eight. <laughs> one of those big Russian mother-in-laws. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you know, the uh, Robin, Robin, and I uh, just met another couple. It's gonna be really personal. No, okay. not not that personal. But she's she. We've met a couple. Um, that we palled around. We've a couple gone, of what? A couple of people, a, a man and a woman who are married, and we went over to their house and had dinner. And no, I, it's not you. I would have told you if we had met you. Anyway, they're Russian. Mm-hmm. It's Daria and Dmitri. Very nice. We had a we had a great time at their house. Cute. But they're Russian, and I, you know, I. Where are they rushing to? Well, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny because we're so not international here in the Midwest. We're so not international. So I meet but somebody that's Russian, and I just want to say, oh, tell me all about the KGB. <laughs> or, oh, do you have one of those big, heavy machine guns with the, on the we- with the wheels? You know? <laughs> have you ever heard of yeah. God? Yeah. <laughs> it just, I just want to do it. I want to do it. I say, yeah, how was it with Stalingrad? 
You know, they're only 35. Right now, they're parents. Are you still mourning, Stalinger? Yeah, they're parents. So if they're moving a gun, they could not then decide to advance. And they certainly couldn't advance with the gun because well, they're TI. Yes, they're to, task. to do the various things we're going to cover next. And what do they call it? Task? Temporarily, involved? see, well, we're teaching everybody wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Temporarily immobilized. Temporarily immobilized. It sounds like okay. a tank thing. It does, yeah. Temporarily immobilized. It doesn't yeah. sound like an infantry thing, but it is. It sounds like something that Ben Gay would help. I'm, I'm temporarily immobilized. <laughs> Here, rub it on. <laughs> You'll feel better. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> But what's in the glass that is also acting as our as our bell? The butterscotch schnapps. <laughs> butterscotch schnapps. School. Cuba Libre. <laughs> Where in the world did you get butterscotch schnapps? And don't tell me one of your kids at school gave it to you. One of my kids at school gave it to me. <laughs> I told you not to tell me that. Yeah. Took it out of his locker. I confiscated, <laughs> confiscated it. Confiscated it. And you know, I do. I have a drawer full of toys. Do you really? I think it's hilarious. And yeah. the kids love it. I'll open this drawer of toys and I'll pull out like this stuffed platypus. I have, um, of course, tons of bouncy balls, hacky sacks. Yeah. It's very funny. I start pulling out all these objects. <laughs> That's great. What's in that drawer? What a waste of a drawer. Space. No squad leader, huh? No, no, I would confiscate that cool. right away. What are you guys doing? Oh, no. Well, we're playing uh, West of Alamein. I'm going to confiscate that and sell it to Jeff for $295. <laughs> It's capitalism, guy, my what friend. Guy, what a guy. It's capitalism, <laughs> except when the banks need a bailout. Then yeah. it's socialism. Yeah. But then they don't want to follow the rules, so it's back to capitalism. <laughs> oh, and I have a question for you. This came up uh, in my game with Mike the other night. Didn't we establish that this is a one-way quiz show? Yeah. <laughs> well, we can cut this part out and move it somewhere else. <laughs> I like That's to ask question. these things while they come yeah, up. Yeah, but then I don't know anything, you know, and then I get is, wrong information. Yeah, I'm sorry. So there's a stack of three squads ahead of you. You're going to move a squad through there. An extra one. An extra one per squad. Fractions rounded up, by the way. And everybody has to say, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, pardon me. <laughs> coming through. Yeah. yeah, coming through. And you should not yell fire when you're in yeah. overstacked hex because people will stampede. Yes. And the little counters might kill. Very dangerous. Next question, Jeff. Okay. What is the attack penalty? Three. Wait, wait, wait for the whole question, please. Okay, all right. What is the attack penalty for fire from an overstacked hex? Uh, what is the attack penalty? One. Plus one. Plus one. Very good, Jeffy. Very good. Yeah, thank you. Per counter. Oh, per, per overstacked counter? Yes. Okay. Next question, Jeff. Okay. What is the attack penalty? Three. <laughs> wait, wait, wait for the whole question, please. Okay, all right. What is the attack penalty for fire from an overstacked hex? Uh, what is the attack penalty? One. Plus one. Plus one. Very good, Jeffy. Very good. Yeah, thank you. Per counter. Oh, per per overstack counter? Yes. Okay. What is the attack bonus for firing into the overstacked hex? Oh, minus one for each. Very good. Yes, thank you, children. children. Jeff's been very yes. good today. Yes, thank you. Right, the neg You're one. You're each going to get a popcorn ball. Now, does the neg one apply 
when you're when during the movement phase, when you're moving through an overstacked hex, making it temporarily overstacked? No. Oh. Oh, sorry, Jeff. Oh. Yes, it does. Oh. When, when you're <laughs> Those kids, they're ruthless. They're, they're rough. They're a really rough crowd. You kids be nice. Yeah. So. Will probably be the determining factor in whether a moving unit is overstacked at the instant of attack. There you go. I, you know, that would have taken me two and a half months to write that paragraph. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, well, and the change so, that used to read, overstacking penalties apply only to moving units during first fire, and they changed it to overstacking penalties during the movement phase apply only to moving units. Yeah. Interesting. But wow. legalese. I'm always in awe. Always in awe of this game. And yeah. Well, that wasn't that funny. <laughs> All right, next. So, How am I doing so far? Am I going to so, win You're anything? doing really, really well. Yeah, thanks. Well, I could give you that extra print we have, but we promised it to the listeners who do the phone-in thing. Oh, right. In a desperate right. attempt yeah. to get people to actually show us they're out there. <laughs> and how many half-squads equal a squad? Two. Good again, sir. Okay, well, <laughs> these are getting easier. And now, here's the tricky one. Yeah. Uh-oh. A gun and a crew equal... Are sitting at a bar. <laughs> and the no. gun crew says to the gun. <laughs> and a gun and a crew... Yeah. Equal what? Oh, uh, a squad? That's correct. Really? Yeah, I was all prepared to do that. Yeah. But you, sir, you have it correct. Everybody knows a gun and a crew equals a squad. Yeah, but it's weird because the guns don't equal anything when they're by themselves. But anyway. Yeah. What kinds of things and locations cannot be overstacked? Our final question of the day. What kinds of things cannot be overstacked? Uh, okay. Um, churches. No. No. What things cannot be overstacked? What things cannot be overstacked? Oh, foxholes, barbed wire, <laughs> tetrahedrons. No, no, no. Locations. Foxholes. Oh. You know what? They're not on my list. But no, oh, so, so in you what can. locations can you not yeah, you overstack You cannot overstack things? in a foxhole. It's a one squad. It's just limited to one squad. Right. That is correct. What else? Okay. Um, uh, let me think. Cemetery. No. No. Uh, graveyard. Unless it's one grave. No, no. <laughs> Sarcophaguses. Oh, sorry. No. I don't think you should be able Sarcophagi. to... Sarcophagi. Yeah, I don't think you should be able to overstack in buildings, but I know you can. You can. Yeah. Phone booths. Not telephone booths. Oh, no. That's never the answer. No. I always keep that one handy, but it's never the answer. Well, right. just tell me, because I think probably some of our listeners are beginning to tune into a different channel. Pillboxes. <laughs> okay. Pill Entrenchments, boxes. including your foxholes. Okay. And sewers. All right, Jeff, you've done very well today. What about caves? Thank you for competing. No. Oh, caves okay. is specific. We're not okay. getting into that. All right. Chaz, Chaz was nice, but yeah. I think Perry brings a lot of... Um, Validity Background. to the show? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, certainly not. No, that. he's not. He's not endorsing the show in any form. <laughs> <laughs> but he brings experience, and well, it's not like he's old. But anyway, our next guest is Perry. Hello, Perry. Hi, Perry. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, Perry brings authority to the show. Yes, authority, thank you. Authority. <laughs> yes. That's the word I was looking for. Yes. 
Now, as for making them, like, colorful. Yeah. And I want to withdraw that question. And you know why? <laughs> why? Because it just well, makes me think. Anytime you make a decision, somebody else has another idea. So and, we're not going to give what you any do ideas. Do? I don't want to. No, no, no. And that must be, enor- that's enormously frustrating. Sure. No, and why, it's, 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 yeah. Well, you know, I mean, why bother? I'm used to it. Yeah. <laughs> not to work. <laughs> And, and, yeah, it could be color. It could stay the old way. Yeah, it could and be 3D. You know, Why don't you make miniatures? Why don't you do this? Why don't you make the maps? You know, the, yeah. No, never mind. But I, I like the, you know what? It's a great I, game. It's I an like, amazing I game. Think the and, colors, and, I think the colors, the colors we see, the counters, I think they're amazingly functional. So, yeah, I, th- I think that would be a, um, you know. And so, is, so that's our, our, our immediate schedule, which is pretty uh, aggressive. I think. It is. That's yeah, our, that's a and, lot of stuff. But, uh, you know, a lot of people have been working very hard to make it happen, including uh, Dave Kleinschmidt, who uh, was a big play Jason tester play for Hakapal. Yeah. I'm stepping up to the plates, doing my workload doing now. Work, yeah. But, you know, one thing would be missing from that game, are there going to be leader counters in the in the new game, Hakapella? Oh, uh, sure. Mm-hmm. German ones at all, or would they all be finished? I you know? think they'll all be fans. Because, you know, there's a name missing from the German leaders. That would be a great name. You know what You know what the Wouldn't problem with be? the name Kleinschmidt is? <laughs> no, no, no. It's too long. No, no, yes. no. And you know what? <laughs> no. <laughs> How about just make it? Just call we, it Dave. <laughs> we, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I should be saying this, right? <laughs> But in, in starter kit, uh, the starter kit expansion pack, and you know, we have some German leaders in there, and we were just looking at the counterproofs, and the Sergeant Kleinschmidt counter, the name's just too long. I mean, we put it on there, and it just, you know, it goes to the really edge of the counter, and it's going to get chopped off, and we can't do it. And I'm sorry, I don't, yeah, Dang. we really wanted to make it happen. All this years and years of trying. And it's nice to have though a definitive <laughs> answer, Dave. We can we can put this to rest, don't you think? No. No. <laughs> well, just need bigger counters, right? Yeah, bigger counters. Maybe you could name a tank after him. Darn that long last name. What if we left a few letters out? Yeah. No one would know. Well, you know, you want to suggest a, a variant, a shorter variant, where yeah. we, we could be open to that. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll have to get back to work then. I'll yeah. have to get back to this. <laughs> Episode 44. But I like the beard you're sporting, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. It's actually a mustache separate from a soul patch separate from a goat's beard yeah. on the bottom. Did you invent this? I don't know. It could be. Yeah, it could be. I, I have never it. seen it before. Yeah. How's it look? It looks really good. Yeah. Well, you have a nice long face, so this is getting a little strange for me. Let's... <laughs> me too. <laughs> oh, my beard should come back on soon. Just a little bit. You... Yeah. You, where's yours? It's still inside the head. It's going to grow you... out <laughs> soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, people always say, "Are you growing a beard?" No, I said, "No, I'm just, I just stopped shaving." <laughs> <laughs> and he's British, so <laughs> would he be? Would I read this with a cock, Cockney, or uh, would this be like an upper crust? Well, it depends yeah, where he's from. I thought you might be interested to know the first issue of Infinity Journal has been launched. I can't understand it. Infinity Journal is a publication. <laughs> it focuses so we going through the door. Come on through the door. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I, I don't know. I think he's probably more upper crusty. 
He's very intelligent. He's, well, not that cocky people are not intelligent. Oh, man, we're going to get in more trouble. <laughs> it's not possible. It's possible. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, beam me up, Scotty. Save me from... <laughs> Sorry. My Skype, save is, me from my this. Skype is ringing. Hold on. Save me. I'm not waiting. It's aimed just working while he's recording. Sorry, I've got all these ringers. I thought I was going to be taken up to heaven or something. All right, Jeffrey. We it's have time, a isn't it? Contest we have to do. Yep. I'm excited. This is our contest. This is the result of Contest 2010, our first contest, the first annual 2F Squats contest. I think I will play the background music. Something appropriate. Gio Veneza, Italian World War II music. And who's with us, Jeff? Well, joining us today from the accounting firm of Anderson and Cooper is uh, the lovely Robin Hallett, who is here to help us with the drawing. She has tabulated all of the entries. Good luck, everybody. Thanks for joining us, Robin. Hi, everyone. It's really nice of you to come here and spend all this time, because we had a very exciting contest. It was a long way to travel from upstairs. Yeah. Wow, these are a lot of entries. Yeah. Well, we have nine from Whit Richardson. Yeah. Good luck, Whit. And his are the resi- residual fire counters. Yeah, we, we've uh, put everybody's name. Uh, everybody's being represented by a squad leader counter. So I see here. Whit Richardson is being represented by the residual fire counter. Yeah. For example, Sam is the acquisition. Oh yeah. Mr. I Decker's see the, the first fire counter, and so on. Right. So altogether, we had. So we've been running this contest for a month, right? Yes. And I, it was so funny because we announced the contest, and I was saying to Dave, I was all worried because I thought, oh, my gosh, we're just going to get flooded. We're going to get flooded. Well, this with, is a huge amount here. With people calling well, in. I thought the, <laughs> our system would, like, ring off. We'd be getting emails. Well, we and, were hoping for maybe 50 entries. Oh, I was thinking it would be. I was worried. Oh, Hundreds? I thought it would be hundreds because... It's free. This is a fraction here. You know what gamers are like when there's free. You should go to Gen Con and see. As soon as somebody's handing out something free, every 300-pound guy in the place is uh, jammed into a, in line. It's <laughs> and all, and the little guys too. I mean, it's really something to see when somebody's giving out something free. Well, we've got this beautiful poster. A hundred dollar value from Ken Smith. Ken Smith. Yeah. Brent. Oh, and we had um, runner-up wow. prizes. Hundred bucks. You yeah. guys must be lazy, Which you is listeners. Gonna, yeah, right? Yeah, we're we gonna draw a runner-up. That's right. For we're a have, scenario pack or something. That's right. We didn't figure out yet. Yeah. We'll just mail it out to you when you send us your address. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. So there we go. So maybe we should. Uh, Robin is going to do the drawing. Dave and I are going to blindfold goes. She's ourselves. Shaking, the, shaking it up here. We're shaking. blindfolding ourselves. Put your blindfold on, Dave, and then turn around. Keep turning around. Three times. I'm getting dizzy. Uh-oh, and uh-oh. here, here's a pin. Oh, someone fell out. Here's a pin with a donkey tail. Hold on to that. Okay, push you me in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jeff. I didn't mean to get you in a that felt tiny good, actually. Yeah, here. Let's hear. Let's hear you. So Robin is. <laughs> Mixing them up so they're I'm totally randomized. The drum here. Yeah. Very important to All randomize right, everything. And here she goes. Here we the go. drawing. And it is. Well, there's a one on one side and a two on the other side. That is a residual fire counter. And that Let's means. The winner is. The winner is. Wit. Wit Richardson. Congratulations, Congratulations Wit. Wit. We know you really wanted that badly. 
Yes, applaud. And there you ovation. go. Hard work and perseverance, it always pays off. It always Wits. does. Congratulations. Yeah. A fanfare for Wits. Yes. I think we should write music for Wit. And, and how now, about who wants a cookie now? Draw the runner-up. <laughs> okay. Oh, the runner-up, yeah. Oh, yeah, here we, we go again. It can't be Wit. Yeah. So keep right. writing until we don't get a resid count. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's as far as I go. Your ideas you are better to, than you mine. You have to come up with the uh, rest of the questions from there. Yeah, and a prize. Yes. I'll have to think about a prize. Oh. Oh, here comes the Budapest String Quartet. Oh, look at that. Wow, Jeff, you know what that means. Somebody left the gate open? It's time for box art review. Ooh, let me get out my smoking jacket. Well, look at here. What have we got for today's box art review? Action pack number four. Normandy, 1944. And what's the first thing you notice about this image, Jeffrey? Well, I noticed that the, uh, the lettering is gigantic. Yes. And the picture is uh, kind of uh, faded. Is it a painting? No, it looks like a photograph. It's just a photograph, isn't it? It is. And I don't mean to say just a photograph, like it's all that demeaning. But when I do box art review, I expect beautiful paintings. Yes. So I look at this and I think, garbage! <laughs> really? Garbage! Cheap MMP. Pretty strong cheap, words. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Strong words. Cheap MMP. How dare they present this even as art? Out it goes. Out. Look, it's look, Jeff. It's a nice little shot of some Normandy hedgerows, but it's just all brown. Intended to be art. It was just a picture for the cover. What about the triangle? Uh, the it triangle. is there. there. The, the triangle, triangle composition with the big gun. Kind of phallic, really. Reminds me of myself. Mm-hmm. But. It's just a photograph. Yeah. And it's done in green. Yeah. Out it goes. Trash. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Boy, you're ruthless How tonight. about this one? What, what's going to get through a lot of them today, Jeff? All right, what's next? Turning the tide, oh. ASL scenario Yeah, bundle. hopefully this will turn the tide. Hmm. Wow. I've forgotten how. Well, what's different about it compared to East Front? Uh, <laughs> well, it's not even a photograph. Not really. It's kind of a little arty then. Uh-huh. Oh, maybe yeah. someone took a little time to produce this one. Well, maybe. Well, okay, it's got that kind of negative image or, well, kind of like... Yeah. I don't forget the word for it. There's a word for this. There is a word Ionized for Ionized with this image of the Germans creeping up. So a little bit better, but still... Could be mm. Andy. Could be an Andy Warhol piece, no? It's, cl- it's closer to an Andy Warhol piece, mm-hmm. which I don't find appropriate no. for an ASL cover. <laughs> So, it's not worth oh, my value we time. Out it goes. More and garbage. Lastly, Holy cow, I'm going to have to empty the trash. Is, look, even the music stopped. <laughs> this one's so bad. A decade they, of war. Everybody got up and 1936, left. 1936, 1945. Yeah. Well, it's more of a compilation of faces, and it has a battle map in the background, and it has a touch of red. Oh, I hope they didn't lose their valuable vacation time coming up with this work of art. Mm, sorry, boys. Just not impressed. Oh, once again. Boy, you are a tough audience tonight. Garbage. Oh, that one too? Not even worth keeping, I'm really. I'm sorry. I just... I just disappointed, disappointed, disappointed. Yeah. What's next? I know what's next. Do you know what's next? No. 
Now let me tell you what's next. What's in the box? This is a big box today. It's a. You should hear the echo. Oh, this is a gigantic box. Hello. I don't have the headphones on, so I can't. What? What? The headphones. I don't have them on. I can't get into it unless I hear the echo. You're gonna love this. Hey. All right. How much is enough? <laughs> I I think enough is enough already. Okay? Okay. All right. Okay. I got you. Oh, the Italians against the Greeks. There's a fight which... Oh, uh, that campaign you didn't know, go well for the Italians, you know, I think. And probably at the end, you know, at the end there was probably a lot of good food going around. <laughs> That's cool. Now, Excellent. When, when you release something like this, do you also uh, go to the Vassal website and set up a scenario? Do you, do you have somebody that does that, or is that... I don't know that Usually people volunteer and do that. Okay. And they'll, they'll take the scenario cards once they get it, and they'll put together the setups that people can download and you know, start a scenario with. Yeah. Uh, I'll ship the artwork off to uh, the Vassal map cabal, and those guys will put together the Vassal versions of the boards. So oh. Tom Repetti in Colorado usually does that for us. You know, it's kind of like we're a giant colony of ants. And Jeff and I have the antenna on top of the anthill that's broadcasting all the events, and then all the little ants are colonized around the world, shipping products to each other, and and then some of them go online and and transferred in digital formatting, and it all gets done. It is a, a economy of scale in that respect. So. Yeah, yeah. Are you shocked at my <laughs> ant analogy, Jeff, or something? It threw me a little. I was, I was wondering where you're going with that. <laughs> I'm still wondering. <laughs> Maybe you can draw us a picture when we get the Legos. <laughs> I'd like to do, uh, and we've been, it's on our list of things to do, a show about maps. How, yes. they, how they make the maps. Yep. I would be very interested to know how they make the maps. Because some of the, sometimes when I'm playing, I think, whoever made this map is diabolical. From the design to From the, the design, production. you know, because you're thinking, oh, there's a line of sight. There's a line. Oh, my God, there's no line of sight there. Oh, diabolical. It does seem that way I don't sometimes. know if they plan so, that carefully. But. It's, yeah, it's hard to know. So do you know what goes into the map-making process? Well, I know in, from the past stuff I've been involved with. And welcome to another exciting episode of the Two Half Squads, the one and only podcast. Dedicated 100% to the greatest game in the world. Advanced Squad Leader. I'm one of your hosts, Jeff. And I'm David Kleinschmidt. We sit across the table from each other and we talk ASL. Thanks for joining us. And we talk and talk and talk. Oh, do we talk. Thanks for coming into our living room. Well, not the living room. We're in the, the, the broadcast foxhole. Yes. And uh, this is episode... 45. 1450. Jeff gave me a nice Chivas Regal Black... Uh, Crown Royal. Crown Royal yeah. Black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which was pretty funny. I bought Dave this bottle. You know, I was thinking, I was thinking, I should buy Dave something, you know, something gaming. But then I thought, you know, at this at this age, I like to give gifts that are consumable because then you don't have to worry about whether or not you like it or storing it, storing it and taking care of it. And that. So I thought, oh, I'll get him some whiskey. I won't get him something gaming. So this Crown Royal comes in a box. You open the wrapper. Uh uh-huh, open the box up, pull out the bottle, and it's in a black dice bag. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, thanks, Jeff, for this great dice bag. <laughs> he was so excited about the bag. 
Because normally those Crown Royal bags are blue. The, the standard Crown Royal is blue. This was a black bag. And Indeed. Dave, oh, and now I can, I've never seen you Now so From now on when I game, I can always be reminded that I'm 50 and that, you know, life's just, I don't know, Jeff. I I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll talk later about it later. It's, yeah, you look a little down. Well, I don't know. It's 50. I mean, what what have I done with my life? Yeah, not much. Thanks. <laughs> I need... <laughs> well, you've, well, think about it this way. You've wasted a lot of time playing squad leader. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And even doing this podcast. Yeah. It's like a big waste of time. It's a huge waste of time. I don't know. But anyway, I'll try and fight through it and give, give yeah. you a good show, folks. Yeah. You try. So, uh, shall we go on to... Why, yes, letters. I think we should put together a, a dance to go with this. Uh, I don't feel like dancing. I'm surprised you can even stand. You know, the song doesn't even seem as joyous as it used to. Yeah. You know, I turned 50 a couple of years ago. It's all, my life's all, it's all been downhill. I don't want to... It just gets worse and worse. Yeah, it just gets worse. Well, we have some letters at least anyway. Does your back hurt? Meaningless letters. Mine's killing. No, my shoulder aches and my knees creak. Although your advice about eating um, the fish oil. Yeah. That was helpful. I creak less. Yeah. You could could go get a massage, but I don't know if anybody wanna touch you in your current condition. (laughs) And it's cost fifty bucks. Yeah. And you're going to need that money for the funeral expenses. I've been very busy at work. If anybody would like to, uh, I'm looking for somebody to partner with. And he also said... Uh, I have a knife-throwing act. That's really my... I've never mentioned that. <laughs> hey, can you, we can post video of that, maybe. Yeah, we could. Um, if you, it's, and I'm tired of being your practice person that you throw those things, <laughs> Jeff. Okay? Here's one from Louis Goldberg. I was very offended by your 300-pound guys comment in regards to people lining up for free stuff at Gen Con. I am not, nor have I ever been, one of the revered 300-pound guys. And so all my wargaming life, I have been made to feel inferior and defective due to my smaller stature. Despite repeated binges over the years of excessive quantities of wargamer power foods such as pizzas, Cheetos, and Chex Mix, I've never been able to come close. This disability should garner sympathy rather than ridicule, especially in my favorite podcast, which I expect to be welcoming and encouraging. I've been crushed in spirit and will be seeking legal counsel soon, should you not have a change of heart and make a sincere apology apology in your next podcast. P.S. I have also sadly been unable to achieve antiperspirant failure, except when performing activities such as roofing or week-long camping trips. Pity me. Lewis Goldberg. Oh, uh, we're sorry, Lewis. We'll try and start giving uh, equal time to the to the wiry, skinny guys who smell nice. <laughs> I want to congratulate you both on the long-running listenership and the surprisingly high production value of your show. I Ooh. say surprising because you sound like such idiots. <laughs> no, he didn't say that. No. Because the conversational approach and discussion of your show could easily have degraded into unscripted buffoonery. Could have. No, he didn't say it did. Well, he's, he's not listened to all the shows then. 
I'd say we have our share of buffoonery. <laughs> you handle topics well and informatively in an easy-to-understand conversational approach that puts the listeners immediately at ease. If I'm in woods and next to me is a road surrounded by woods hex, and beyond that is a wood hex with an enemy unit, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck? No. <laughs> Yes, but thank you, Sam. Dave's rules. We hope that helps a little bit and illustrates to everybody why we're not the best people to go to with questions. <laughs> I think we are. Well, maybe. We're I close. think we answered those very well. Yeah. And remember, it's not about being right. It's about having fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's about. That's what it's all about. Richardson here with another entry for your contest. This time it's a song, and it's a tune you recognize. <clears throat> Tank hunter heroes that survive all enemy gunfire. When my foes attack, become stuck in a quagmire. When my tank survive hits with nothing but some dings. These are a few of my favorite ASL things. Squads in white camo on skis with flamethrowers. Snake eyes on kill shots that leave no survivors. When my line of sight is proven clear by a string. These are a few of my favorite ASL things. When my squad breaks, when the sniper bites, when the dice gods are mad, I simply remember my favorite ASL things, and then I don't feel so bad. God, I hope I win this print because I'm making quite a fool of myself. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Wow. We will suffer a fool. (laughs) That was amazing. That was fantastic. Yeah, you're. you're, I'd say work on your. um, You know, I direct musicals at my school, and you may want to work on your pitch a little bit there. And uh, I think Jeff has a comment about the number of syllables. (laughs) I don't. I'm not going to comment about that. I thought we did a great job. He did a great job. He got. uh, You know, he slipped a couple extra syllables in some of those. It'd be nice if. when I actually try and sing it, maybe that'll cheer me up on my 50th. No, you want to try this? Sure. All right. All right. <clears throat> uh, tank gunner heroes who survive enemy gunfire. Come when on, Jeff. my first attack becomes stuck in a quagmire. When tanks survive hits with nothing but a bunch of dings. These are a few of my favorite ASL things. Squads in white camo, whiskeys in flamethrowers. Snake eyes on kill shots that leave no survivors. When my line of sight's proven clear by a strain. strain. These are a few of my favorite ASL things. When my squad breaks, when the sniper bites, when the dice gods are mad. I simply remember my favorite ASL things, and then I don't feel so bad. No, I still feel bad, Jeff. Yeah, I do, I, too. It's not going to work. No. be nice if we could get, like, a professional uh, rendering of this. Like singers to do it? Real singers. Like a couple of women singers with a whole band yeah, backing them up like or something? Yeah, like an orchestra. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that would be cool. I wonder what that would sound like. Tank hunter heroes who survive enemy gunfire. When my first attack becomes stuck in a quagmire. When tanks survive hits with nothing but dings. These are a few of my favorite names of things. Squads in white camel with 
and flamethrowers. Snake eyes on kill shots that leave no survivors. When my lamps act through and clear by a stream, these are a few of my favorite days of things. When my squad breaks, when the sniper bites, when my dice gods are mad. I simply remember my ASL things, and then I don't feel so No, no, I, I don't know, Jeff. I just can't imagine it, and it's a stupid idea. Yeah, like I said, work. you know, it would the, never work. It's the whole thing's kind of meaningless yeah. anyway. <laughs> so it's a it's a nice idea, but forget it, forget it. Yeah. Hello, I'm Mr. Red. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course, that is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. A. Go right to the source. Hey! Wow. That's a jaunty tune. It's cheering me up a bit. Yeah. Ah, it brings back memories. Well, what does that mean? Well, it could only mean one thing, Dave. Well, it might mean two things. I guess if you're... Your brain is bent. It could mean and a great many things. But I know what we're going to be talking about next, and that is cavalry, cavalry. which is uh, pretty exciting. <laughs> you look excited. Right it is there. very exciting. I am starting to cheer up now. That's helping. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of uh, interested. I was very interested in this topic. You know what I love, I love uh, best about cavalry? What? All the great music <laughs> that we can use. Isn't it great? <laughs> yeah, why not? Of the annuals or journals, and then there was a later one, and I thought it was put out in either... Maybe it was... Sorry. Or man. it could have been. <laughs> or on the other hand... Yes, 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 it was. <laughs> Not bad. In, like, um, one of the email publications, like Bonsai or somewhere else, where I saw a complete list, and I don't have it, so you guys have to go out and find it, find it yourselves. Hmm, okay. And we will. I wasn't, I don't even remember what you were talking about. <laughs> Alright, but let's talk about cavalry rules, because it is, it is fun to play. Oh, you can just put a bunch of horse counters all together. Yeah, like we would 10, call that like 20, a herd. A herd. A big herd. A gaggle. A gaggle of yeah. horses. Oh, gaggling horses. <laughs> One or two single man counters. Oh, 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 sure, because a guy can ride a horse with a guy sitting behind him. Yeah, it's a horse built for two, and you don't need the sidecar. <laughs> yeah. Horse built, built for two. Um. And all these horses, all these horse counters, by the way, are white. So there are no horses of a different color. Oh, yeah. well, that's another good yeah. one. <laughs> Nay. Um, yeah, Nay. sorry. <laughs> Boy, you're really cheering me up. Now, if a, <laughs> if a single infantry unit can and wishes to mount a horse counter that's too large for it, so like if a half squad wants to mount a full squad horse counter. Do you know what happens? Oh, oh, you automatically take the full squad horse counter 
and deploy it. Is that the term they use? Yes, deploy. Into two half squad horse counters. Yeah. Oh, really? Is what? Is so what this once part you of the move them, is. no one else can get on that. Somebody horse else can't counter. jump on. It's not like the Pony Express. Okay. Where you, <laughs> you drop one guy off and you can pick up more guys and and head head along. Exactly. So you can really cover some ground there. You declare a gallop at the start of the movement phase, but you can also declare a gallop during the movement phase if you're going. So you can be part of the way into the movement phase and then declare a late gallop, in which case you don't get a full eight extra movement factors. Do you know how many movement factors you you would get? No. Can I guess that it would be half? Yes, you can guess. Half. Yes, you are right. I'm just trying to slow down here a little. (sighs) Galloping cavalry may not bypass or move into woods unless on a road. Why don't the horse counters have names on them like the leader counters do? Like Silver, Kleinschmidt. <laughs> no, I don't want to be a horse counter name. Take it, Dave. Take what you can get. No, I, I, I know. I, you know, if they named a bicycle after me, I'd be happy. You know, having turned fifty, Jeff, I think the whole <laughs> value of having my name on a counter <laughs> becomes so meaningless. Also, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I was just kind of googling up to what. What do you think a red Ferrari is going to cost me? Are you having a midlife I need a crisis? Change, you know. Wow. Yeah, you know, maybe I should get a new car, a sports car with a with no roof and stuff. Why don't you do something crazier, like switch from ASL to advanced Tobruk system? That would be that. That hey, that's not a bad yeah. idea. Yeah. Talk about. Yeah. Does it have to gallop to charge? Declare a gallop and be marked with a CX on the horses. Hey, this is really getting to be equestrian. I'm going to say no. Does uh, it have to gallop? To, well, yeah. It's, it's charging. A, yeah, you're not going to walk in a right. charge. You have to pick up the speed to make it really charge, scary. Charge, but not too fast. <laughs> Can it charge into a building hex? <laughs> Why not through the windows? Well, that would be horrible. Shh, crashing through the windows. I just watched Time Bandits with my kids. Oh, yes. and the, Great. The horse right. comes bursting out bursting of the Bursting through cabinet. the window, yeah. Was when? that uh, Napoleon riding that one? Uh, no, that? he's in, in there later. Yeah. It was just a knight or something. May you charge into a sewer? No. An ocean hex? Ooh. I'm picturing Bo Derek on the back of a horse right now. And she <laughs> no, was, she, no. looked she, like was she was on the beach. The ocean. Yeah, on the beach. Yeah. Did she right. charge into the ocean? Oh, no. No. The water slows the what horse. What if you're riding away. a seahorse? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yes, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank uh, you very much. Now may it, after surviving, resolving its charge, may it climb the trees in its hex. <laughs> climb the tree. 
Yes. No. 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 Horses have hooves. They cannot climb trees. Hooves. Wow. Now. I did not know that. Now you do know that. Oh, I do. Hooves. They don't have prehensile tails or opposable thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> right. And after surviving or resolving its charge, may it enter another location and declare yet another charge. No, that's too many charges. No, you just said you. Oh, well, you, you said you could leave the hex. You can. You can do really? multiple charges do multiple against charges. adjacent units or units oh. with twenty movement factors. Who knows? Yeah, right. The sky's the limit. Cav and do cav do cavalry and horses take a pin check? No. Leader lost morale check? No. Leader lost task check? No. Can they be pinned? No. You already covered that. Yep. Mixed. Can they be mixed into your potato salad? <laughs> the counters, not the real horses. Oh, I'm going to say yes. You, you can be done. Yeah. We didn't say this is advisable. the extra fiber. Right. The rules simply state that it can be done. Yeah. Boy, the but, rules are exhaustive. But they are exhaustive. And, but it also points out that that could be a choking hazard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can Cav go into go heat a battle? No. Oh, you already did. I, we did the same rules. But can. but horses can go into heat. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Can horse counters go berserk? <laughs> Maybe that's the heat. I think if you tickle them the right way. <laughs> if can. it's if it's a male horse, and you tickle them correctly, they'll go berserk. I've seen it. Can they go fanatic? <laughs> Only when they're really big fans of, like, the Cubs. Yeah. And how I've... many horse counters can you fit on the head of a pin? <laughs> huh? Huh, Mr. Smarty? Super. I don't even know. Now, <laughs> did you know cavalry may declare a human wave? Actually, no. Now, do they have to be Russian cavalry? No. Any nationality. But they must have one squad equivalent per hex and one leader per chain. Uh, are they considered enemy units? No. No. How do you capture them? Oh, my gosh. I, they covered everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Is that like, because you, yeah. Sugar cubes. Can you, can you, sugar cubes. <laughs> Apples. Apples. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> female horses. Now, really, take a guess. Um, they're Okay, they're in the hex, just horses. And you yeah. enter the hex, what do you think would be... Uh, I, I would imagine you roll some sort of uh, check, like uh, you know, eleven or less, or twelve. Uh, tw- uh, you know, don't actually, roll tw- don't roll twelves. They're just going to use the support weapon recovery rule. Oh, really? Okay. Keep, they keep they kept it simple. Yeah. Okay. They, they didn't come up with a new rule to capture horses. A squad less than or equal to three full squad horse covers. Okay. And a unit leading, so yeah, he can walk in and start. Can you lead him to water? But you can't make them drink. Yeah. Yeah. A unit leading a horse counter. This is so sad. It's going to put me back into my male funk. menopause yeah. funk. It may eliminate that horse counter as if it were a support weapon. Oh, man. I know. Why and do they, they have, but, but then, uh, oh, yeah, that's bad. Why do they have to have rules like that in a nice game yeah. like this? Yeah. Really, and, and just shoot the horses. I understand that no, no animals were harmed while this game was being created. Oh but, yeah, but a lot of them are killed during the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Which is really laughs>
Hi, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Two Half Spots. I'm Jeff. And I'm Dave. And here we are. This is episode 46. 46. And it's January 10th. Now we have an interview that we did at Aslock with Evan Sherry. Or do we want to do that first or want to do the... Evan Sherry. Yeah. So interview with the fabulous Evan Sherry. Very nice of him to take some time out and talk to us you're, while we were over there in you're, Cleveland. You're bantering. Oh, sorry. It helps the players here at Aslock. You get something new to play. No one's ever seen them before. And um, I think the players are looking forward to seeing a new product. And we try to live, deliver that product with the Sharkman. We have a similar story because we do we get here to Aslock based upon uh, donations that we get to the podcast. So... We unfortunately we only got halfway here and then we had to hitchhike the rest of the way. So, really? Yeah, we're sleeping in the we're sleeping in the lobby. So so keep those donations coming, <laughs> listeners. But yeah, I mean your stuff gets very well received. So you sort of have a uh, expectation to release something every year, and do you do you start planning right away for the following year or what you want to do? And is there some Rhyme or reason to the stuff you put together? Well, Sherpunk is usually a variety pack. We try to cover as many time periods and theaters as possible. We like to include some PTO in there. Well, Rally Point started off as a way to uh, showcase some scenarios, scenario types or themes that wouldn't normally appear in Sherpunk. Sherpunk kind of has a has a, um, a reputation for being fast playing. Uh, Tournament style scenarios. We've kind of we branched out a little bit from that. We have scenarios I would call tournament scenarios, which are a little bit larger than your standard tournament uh, tournament scenario, but not quite a large or medium scenario. And I've seen a couple of uh, high high ground scenarios and uh, a friendly fire scenario that I plan to play. See, I'm glad these guys are producing stuff because I have something else to play then. <laughs> By the time I get done with Punk, right. I'm done with that. Right. I, I want to sure. play something else. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah. Thank you, Evan, for that great interview and for taking time. And we apologize in hindsight for all the banter that went on during that interview. Yeah, that was before we got the mail. Yeah. Well, this, you know, I, I played uh, Timonen the other day. Uh, this, uh, I'm sorry, this is a banter-free zone. Oh, sorry. What's next? Let's move on to what's in the box. Anyway, the Germans win at game end if they have... Um, They've got to get close to some buildings uh, that the French are occupying. So it looks pretty basic and fun and like, like a quick move, six six turns, get get done with that in an hour. Probably <laughs> maybe half an hour. A little longer than that. Okay. But if there's no banter, it goes a lot faster. The gaming. The gaming. Yeah, it yeah. actually does. If you sit yeah. back and talk to your friends while you're gaming i've spent yeah what's the point of that it's gaming you should how's it going and all that yeah i really shouldn't have fun like that sp189 i'm sorry there's air support too the german get to call in one stuka oh oh. uh, 139 with a bomb oh good and with an bomb i like eight i like air support rules i know some people don't but i i like them it's just like two three pages of rules we'll do a show on it one day we can cut out that banter. That was too much. We'll cut that out. Order it in time for Christmas of 2011. And these shirt punked are popular items, and they're well-respected yeah. within the community. Yep. Yeah. And we, again, thank Evan for his contribution to that. And we should play some of those. Hopefully we'll get a chance. 
Now that we're not bantering, we'll have a lot more spare time. And he even said, yeah. he even said to trick me, he pulled a, uh, okay. a, a British maneuver. Yeah. He said, well, that's three points over there. Like, remember that? <laughs> yeah, did, later. And I'm like, crap, that is three points. And I run my guy in the goes. He totally lied to me. I did lie. It's true. Oh, oh okay. Isn't that terrible? In the air and I'm a new player. He lied to me. Right. Oh, come on. Did you lie? You like to well, I said you that's lie. three points if I exit that dummy stack. I okay. said that's three points Man. over there. Wow, that's low. Really, yeah. really. It was like yeah. five yeah. turns yeah. ago. Yeah. Like, he still remembered it. I don't know if I could sleep with that. Oh, yes. Like, yes. <laughs> I went to the front. It was a new player. Break for Hungary from Journal 7. Is that right, Doug? I believe it is, Dave. And did you think it was balanced, Doug? Uh, I did. I actually thought it was a fairly balanced scenario. And, Dave, how would you say overall that your dice rolls went in this game? <laughs> every, I think every, every dice I rolled was a six or less, except for um, five times when I broke two squads and I broke three support weapons. Does that sound right? That sounds about right. And, Doug, how are your dice rolls? Um... I'm trying to think of a time I rolled less than an eight. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I, I, I broke both of my, my machine guns. Yes, you like machine guns. Both yes, of them down. Um, and the, uh, this, this one features... I, I almost passed a morale check once. I can't remember if it was like turn two or turn three. <laughs> he passed a couple, but not a lot. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We do appreciate each and every one of you. We hope you enjoy the new abbreviated show. Look, it's going to be a lot... Less time, Jeff, because we didn't... Yeah, we get right down to it. ...waste people's time by talking. Yeah. So, bye. Oh, remember to roll low and rally well. And not when you're playing us. Right. Bye, 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 everybody. How are you, Jeff? You're looking spiffy. Thanks. You like my sweatpants and (laughs) sweatshirt. That's my definition of spiffy. (laughs) I just don't dress up at night. No, I think that's Nobody nice. know how. Yeah, I, I'm glad you're comfortable enough to, you're, you no longer wear a suit and tie when you come over here. <laughs> I do appreciate that. That means we've really gotten somewhere. Our friendship has developed. Do you have a letter, Jeff? I've got a letter from Dan who says, um, oh, he, he was remarking the fact that uh, in the last episode, the Cavalry episode, I mentioned that I posted something on Game Squad asking for some information about Cavalry and got... Zero. Did I have I did I mention this? I did. You did last yeah. show. <laughs> Let me. I, I hate to beat a dead horse, <laughs> but maybe it would be appropriate. Zero. But he Dan did finally respond and said maybe I should have placed it in a different spot on the on the game squad form. Okay. Maybe so. He says I've never played cavalry, so I don't have much to add. But as usual, I found your show entertaining and enjoyable, but not very enlightening. <laughs> Well, what does that mean? It's not spiritually enlightening, like the Buddha or Confucius teaching. I'm sure that's Christ. what he meant. I'm no. sure that's what he meant. You just go on thinking that's what he meant. Oh, now, this is an interesting one, Dave. You must have been really excited. This Chris wrote to us and said, it appears that the Starter Kit Expansion Pack, which is coming up relatively soon, whatever soon means, from MMP, will have a Kleinschmidt counter. You can follow the link on Game Squad and look at the Excel spreadsheet. Well, I and, yes, I looked, but I suspect this is all a cruel Perry joke. You think? Yeah, being perpetrated against me. <laughs> do you think somebody would do that? That's really low. I think they. I think they would. 
I don't know. We'll see. So, I guess. Do yeah. we know when that's coming out exactly? Soon. It might already be out by the time this show posts. Oh, okay. Well, it's going to be very exciting. Uh, you know what? And I'll tell you what. It's going. It's if it's in there, I will, because I'm getting a copy. I know you're getting a copy, but I will. I will clip my Kleinschmidt counter with a C4 corner cutter so it looks beautiful and frame it for you. Oh, wow! Thanks. Yeah. yeah. So you mean you you wouldn't want to keep it to actually use in the game? Nah. <laughs> I, we'll see. That's cruel, Perry joke. They just typed that up special to get me. I know it could be. If they did, they went to a lot of trouble. I'm so. sure of it. Yeah. So, give me the rundown. What happened uh, this tournament? Rundown results. on this tournament. So I'd have to give him Bob Bendis so much grief about being Grofaz and not being able to win the Albany tournament that he finally got it done. It took him three tries, though. So we're always glad to have him. This is his first win here? First win here. It's his third try. He was third, second, and first. So this was a PTO-type theme. Does it, is there always a theme, or is it... Uh... No, well, this is probably the only really theme we had. Hmm. Yeah. It's Any probably plans? a first theme. Any plans for next year? Yeah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so you Pleva is it's Pleva's turn. All right. What's, what's so you have to take as little risk as possible. If it's as little risk as possible until it's time to take all the risk at once. As little risk as possible, all the risk at once. So don't stack. Don't move in the open. Don't give out minuses. Leave lots of residual. Look for constriction points. Fire lanes are good. Keep your tanks buttoned up typically. You know, uh, every little every little percentage point all adds up. You know, and then over the time, each turn, you know, and if you start out a scenario where you got nine squads of six and you kill two squads, all of a sudden you got two to one odds on them. It's a huge difference, so try to find a, if you're attacking, pick, find part of the fence you can isolate and kill and annihilate, then the rest of them won't be as hard to, to get rid of. But don't bite up more than you can chew. Right, there's a, you know, it would take, what, how long we got? You know, uh, it would take a long time. It's, it's, it's a hard game to master, man. I would not play it if I hadn't been playing it since I was a kid, you know. And then I uh, had fun and made a lot of friends from it and uh, stuck with it. So, Good advice from Bob Bendis. <laughs> the uh, 2010 Girl Faz and the Albany winner. Here's some more. Now, if you do have the training, the ability, and the time you've been in some tournaments, I would say if you really want to work, first of all, you can't be pre-Badana anymore. You know, nobody's, you know, maybe I was a, you know, a little more pre-Badana earlier, but... Get some rest and sleep and be prepared for it because you'll have a huge advantage over some tired guy who was drunk last night till 2 in the morning. Believe me, because I've been on both sides. And if you really want to win, you really got to be focused. You know, one way, good way to do it is kind of like go to the tournament. You're going to try to win it. You're gonna, you you want to be a sportsman. Like my number one goal is to be a sportsman first. Then I try to win. I, I want to be a good sportsman now. Maybe 20 years ago, I was more, you know, out for blood. But now, I, you know, just to be a good sportsman, to everyone have a good, have a fun time, and then win the second.
We're recording. Okay, we're still at the uh, S Lock, and um, we have some very distinguished guests with us right now. Oh, Probably. oh, where are they? They're right here. Oh, and that is Bill Fish Connor. <laughs> Thank you. And Daryl Action Burke. Thank you very much. And I'm unworthy to even speak their names. Wow. Because now, Jeff, do you even know who they are? Uh, actually, no. <laughs> Look That's at these good. young people. Okay. It's all right. Can you believe it? Yeah, I'm, it's a I'm new. Snapper, and it's all right. You got it. And when I was a little boy, growing up in 1985, out of college, I started playing advanced squad leader, and I bought everything. And my one friend taught me Wally. He taught me the game, and then I would rope people to play with me, and we'd be like one guy or two for a year, two years, and then they would move away, and I'd find someone else, and I'd play with them, and I went to a the the ass lock way back, pre-children, now I have a daughter in college, and kind of was a wallflower there, and, you know, you guys were all these legends in the game for me. And I'd read your names in these publications, right, all these uh, newsletters set in the mail. You remember those days? Oh, yeah. Didn't you put one out? Oh, <laughs> oh, you have to embarrass us. Let's not that, go there. The first question. Well, yes and no. We did put one out called In Contact. Well, you both did it together? Uh, we did it with some other people also. Okay. And the, uh, it, uh, we'd rather play than, than publish. Kind of we, uh, we lost our direction. <laughs> well, I, my concept of it was... Wow, these guys put out this really great. We got like I don't know, I, I had what four, six, eight scenarios or something. There were uh, six scenarios in each. Wait, twelve? I don't know. Maybe I, don't, I, don't I only that. got a. Maybe, maybe I only had an issue or two. Oh, I may have only six had one or two issues then or something. Yeah, there were only two issues. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> but still, to me that was like, wow, we have new scenarios because right there was not a lot in the day. Well, that that was sort of losing our direction because when we put out in contact, this was before the internet and actually we wanted to get oh sorry we wanted to get players in contact with each other uh-huh. and we really didn't want to do anything with scenarios it, that was not our focus but we were sort of corralled into having to do that because of support from other people and they wanted to do it now we we wanted to wait for the attack uh, build up the reserves then launch but it didn't happen and they just launched piecemeal and uh, it was okay it got a good uh, response good. yeah yeah I think everyone loved it you know? it wasn't actually what we wanted to do the whole thing was to be uh, reporting on tournament action and getting people you know to go to tournaments to get together and to play that's pretty much always been in our big focus i mean we're a couple of guys that would play the same scenario five or ten times a day so new scenarios were not uh were not it didn't really matter to you us. didn't particularly care yeah. even uh, even the Oktoberfest that was to get people to play yeah and i starting and I, I know what you mean we could play them all over again but i was still excited to have you know something it was like wow a lot of people were, and that's a, they they really grooved on that. And, and Daryl suggested that uh, I should run a tournament since I had been to so many and knew about some of the pitfalls. And that way, Daryl didn't have to do as much of the work. If you if you ran the tournament, Daryl didn't have to do as much. Well, it started out that way. Yeah, yeah. It started out that way. Uh, 
All right. But, um, and then that's essentially, you know, we just start figuring out, well, when would be a good time to have a tournament? During the summer, everybody's on vacation. You want to have them when there's Going to other weather. tournaments. Yeah. So Oktoberfest ended up in October, mainly because Fish was working at the post office back then and had Columbus Day off. Okay. So it was always before Columbus Day weekend. Yeah, I'd always get that Monday off so I'd have some rest. And and back in the old days, we would maybe get a couple hours of sleep the whole weekend because... uh, uh, we we often uh, had uh, Bob McNamara come to the tournaments um, just to be the final say-so in the rules. And I, I did know the rules fairly well, at least I thought I did. And uh, if he wasn't available, he was available by phone to call him up. and. Uh, oh, okay. Clarify rules. Right. And the idea of being behind that, you can get it done, plus... We felt that would give the opportunity for a lot more people to go home with a plaque. Yeah, and, and today there's so many plaques. That, that is amazing. Right, yeah, handing that out is all great. these plaques. I'm thinking, you know, I should be playing. Maybe I could actually come out with some. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like German iron crosses, man. You get one in a box of sea rations. <laughs> we played a lot of up front. That was one of our favorite games. We played like old classics, uh, a couple, a couple. Uh, <laughs> I had a collector's Parker's Brother game called Conflict. They said, well, if I roll three 12s in a row, I'll win. Uh, like first turn, I roll three 12s in a row, or two 12s and 11, and I won. And he said, yes, that is a nice collector's item. And yeah. will stay that way. <laughs> So we, we played uh, a lot of the other stuff. And Daryl won, uh, he was the winner of the Avalon Hills Games for Life contest. Oh, okay. Which, uh, it had its good points and it had its bad points, too. <laughs> Are you still getting games? Oh, oh no. Well, that's one, <laughs> of the bad that's one of the bad points. Oh, no. Yeah, no. Games for life. Who's Don't life? Don't look at Perry. For, for, for Daryl's life or for Avalon Hills? You're not Hill's Avalon life? Hill. Well, I thought it was mine, but apparently it was Avalon Hills. Yeah. So can't you take that contract now to Hasbro and say, hey, where's all my stuff? Where's my stuff? What's Perry for? No. What's Perry laughing? Some stuff should just be allowed to die a decent death, I think. Yeah, that's know. probably true. Yeah, we've been friends ever since. I'm glad to call uh, Fish and uh, Gerald both my friends. So I'm a lucky man. Yeah, I would Same think here. so. Again, these are all legends. And now Perry's a legend. You know, and the young guys all go, oh, Perry, yeah, and uh, oh, those MP guys, yeah. If like, only they knew him then, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> second, second generation ASL. Second generation. Ditto, man. Back when we had hair and it wasn't gray. The, the Japanese uh, Tenno leader is uh, D DAO. DAO is supposed to be action. Oh, okay. but it isn't. But it isn't. They yeah. messed that up too. <laughs> so, well, some people's it, last names are too long to fit on counters. Oh, and well, apparently they, they can't change the font size for them, <laughs> no matter how much they beg. But anyway. Kleinschmidt's a very long name. Now that uh, went in a long series of them messing up people's uh, names on counters. Oh, yeah. it, it, it was a joke after a while. Eric started with Eric Barker and the Sislers. Uh, Eric Baker, but Baker. His, his British his leader Barker. Okay. And then the Sislers were sister. 
was sis- sisters. Uh, they yeah. were Bill and Dave. I don't know which one was sister, but then they they, they got one later in uh, the Axis Miners, I believe. Oh, they made up for it. Yeah. For, um, <laughs> so maybe if we come up with a middle name for you, Dave, they could put that on a or a cool nickname, or you yeah. could change your name to Greenwood or something like that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm just yeah, counters that are already out there. I'll just well, like, change my name to those. That, believe me, that's what that, that that was what Don Greenwood said when he said you spelled my name wrong. He says it's easier just to change your name. <laughs> A lot of what you see in Oktoberfest, though, just came down from the fact that Fish and I were pretty lazy about the whole thing. You know, the whole thing of having, uh, here, you pick the scenarios you want to play. That way, if you don't like the scenario... Oh, that's unbalanced. Yeah, don't come and fish What are you picking for? We had nothing to do with it. That's right. Yeah, there's a beauty to that, actually. Well, and we got got to the point where we wouldn't even show up in the morning. (laughs) Come on. They'd be there. I know. That is true. I must admit. But that was... Some of the times it was... like lack of sleep, maybe, uh, like I said, a couple hours in, I went to sleep, and then everybody shows up, but, uh, oh, everybody got to be here at 8 o'clock, except us. <laughs> the Grofaz, um, I was... Oh, yeah, but uh, how, how, it, how it came about was... I was reading uh, brute Max force. Hastings' book on D-Day. Oh, is that what it was? I thought yeah. it was Brute Force. No, it was Max okay. Hastings' book on D-Day. No, it, and in it he said that the uh, German generals referred to Hitler, of course, behind his back, as Grosterfeldherr Aller Zeiten. Is that, that's pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Zeit, uh, yeah Zeit, so the, the it was Grofoss. Field, field man of all time, yeah. field marshal of all so time. So I called Fish up and, hey, oh, no, Fish. You know, I we went down to his house and he says, look at this. I says, I am now the Grofoss. <laughs> he just claimed it as his own. Hope you enjoyed Greatest Hits Part 3. See you next time.